Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Fightful Sour Graps NXT After Party Post Show deal. It's with me and with the old Miss Kate Fabe. Hey, Kate. Hi, Alex. Hey, remember how last week I said, what if this is as good as it gets? That was what as if, good as it gets. What if what if that was as good as NXT 2.0 can possibly be? That was my question last week. I have a slightly different question this week. Was tonight's episode the worst episode in the history of NXT television? I can't think of any that approach it. I'm sure there have been, but they've all faded from memory. So how bad could they have been? I will remember how terrible this episode was for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, that was almost like worth it in a way then, because at least it set a new standard at least for how that. bad something at can least get. Um, I'm trying to think. It would definitely be in this era. And... Like, I don't even know if there's anything that I can remember from WWE CW that was this bad. This was really bad, Alex. This was real, real bad. Really bad. And, and, and uh, it's it's just because they 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 decided they've this they decided apparently between last week and this week, they decided we we'd like to do a bunch of backstage comedy skits, but but we haven't hired anybody who knows how to do that. And we won't we won't actually hire anybody who knows how to train them to do that. So we're just gonna we're just gonna put these these people who have no business trying to do comedy skits. It's it's like somebody decided to to try and do like SNL backstage with 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 the beach. Like, yeah. like with that guy, like that guy has no, like, okay. Hey everybody, if you agree or disagree, get in your super chats and humper chats, There you go. send in those things and we'll talk about it. Mark Losper was good enough to actually get us an extra half hour for the whole month of February. And we're going to need it tonight. Cause I got a lot of things to say. We are. So. <laughs> Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats at humperchats.com because you know we need a little bit more of the pie. The more money we keep, it seems like we're able to literally buy time. And you know what you need in order 
to humph Alex. What? You need a boner. And there were boner jokes on the show. It was, yep. Yep, there, there, yes. But in order to keep that boner or to get that boner in the first place. Yeah. We're going to remind you that this show was brought to you by uh, Blue Chew in part. And we're going to hit you off the top yeah. with some words from our friend Sean Ross Sapp. Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. Bluechew.com. Code Fightful. Bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But it's ready when you are. Or when you're not. It's not about having a problem. It's about having that performance. That excellent performance. That confidence. Fill out their online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You won't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's shipped discreetly and directly to you. And you get that first shipment free when you use that code FIGHTFUL at checkout. You want to be confident, don't you? You want that pay-per-view, that main event performance? Don't let yourself or somebody else down. Use BlueChew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. The reason we hit you so early with the Blue Chew ad was two reasons. One, we have two sponsors tonight, which is a wonderful thing for us. And two, I think the boner joke on top of the BBC joke might have been the lowest point in the history of the show and maybe wrestling. It's definitely top three. It's definitely up there. It's definitely up there. So I just thought... Let's get that started. Let's get that out of the way. We had to do it in hour one anyway. And since we were talking about how this is the lowest of lows, yeah, uh, yeah that uh, boner joke made me feel ashamed to be a, a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a little we'll, bit. We'll, we'll talk about it because there's a whole through line. that It's, it's very important you understand the context of the boner joke. Okay. Uh, the, 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 there's, there's absolutely, it's there's in character reasons for it, and, and 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 a situation that could only arise. What we had was a what they call a situation comedy, a, better known as a sitcom. Oh, this the the kind of the kind of ribald boner humor could only have happened because the situation fell into their laps, literally. So. So yes, let's start with a few of your humper and super chats. Um, Jaria Pringle continues the saga, saying, "Part one as a heel, Paul Elizabeth Hensler. This week I hit you where it counts. The fields. A donation has been made in your name to St. Jude's. This is one hundred percent real. Kate has proof. Take that, you great guy." Part two, normal. Thanks for playing along in this bit. I'll keep going if you will. I'm having a blast with it. The donation was made because you've been awesome. Legitimately, the wonderful J.W. Pringle respectfully slid into the DMs, which I appreciate because not all you do that. That's true. Um, and asked if there was an organization that my that my parents give to and they give to St. Jude's. And he said, on your dad's birthday in November, I'm going to do that. And then he just hot chatted it and was like, you know what? This yeah. bit rules. Yep. And he appreciated his his participation in it. And my dad is still undefeated. Mm-hmm. And now St. Jude's is 
richer thank you to Mark Losper or not Mark Losper. Well, thank you to him too. <laughs> thank you to him for buying us an extra half hour of time tonight. But thank you to JW Prinkle mm -hmm. for uh, for doing that. That was so kind. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. Um. Uh, Shazarn says tipping just to spite SRS and keep the show going longer. Greetings <laughs> from Australia. So thank you. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, and Mark Losper says, and you thought you'd have nothing to talk about for the extra <laughs> half hour. Oh boy. Um, so, it was actually nice of them to be like, oh, Kate and Alex have an extra half hour. Why don't we yeah. put on an absolute stinker of an episode? Yeah. So that they'll have content that they can do for without having to yeah. reach. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like important. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So Amancito Gomez says, hope, hope, uh, team Kalex agrees that NXT is better than raw or SmackDown. Um, and he says that, hey, come on, come on, Kalex raw and SmackDown ain't better than this. And he says, no, we didn't say raw that. And Smackdown. No, 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 no. Listen, none of this us is said a completely that. Different thing. Raw and SmackDown are a different animal. Like, this is something, like, Raw and SmackDown aren't trying to make their backstage segments into sitcoms. Like, that's not a thing they're trying to do. They're not, and they're not doing it with way, way less seasoned talent. Like, it's just a completely different kind of thing. And you could have just left that sentence as, Raw and SmackDown aren't trying, and then just, just stop. True. So. That's true. Mark Losper now in on the bit. I like free things. JW Prinkle rocks. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Cannon says, I hope I'll enjoy you guys more than NXT. Thank you for watching NXT so I don't have to. I miss the black and gold era. We all do. Every single day of my life. I oh. wake up in the morning. I tell Alexa. I can't say it because it'll, it'll trigger Cause it'll, me. Because it'll happen, like, yeah. Turn off my alarm, baby girl. And uh, I wake up and I, there's just like a black and gold void yeah. in my heart. Yeah. Every morning. Uh, Mark Losper says, this is the second episode of this wretched show that I actually watched. Why the hell does this show exist? I don't know. And I, I, I'll bet you USA Network doesn't know why the hell it exists either. Here's the scary thing. Because this is the future. This is the future. This is what they want. Oh. They want this. Um, it's so bad, Alex. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, and Losper also says... After Corey Taylor uh, from Slipknot, right? He says uh, he said he doesn't watch uh, 2.0 because he was Slipknot was a big part of the of the black and gold of the uh, the uh, you know skull on raven wings type. type One point five. Yeah. Uh, he he went. He said I went back. Losper went back and watched the We Are Not Your Kind trailer from 2019. Um, sad to consider how many of those incredible talents were screwed by this company. Also, Velveteen Dream is hard to look at in retrospect. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's one of those things, one of those deals. Um so we'll get to more of these. They were they were open all night. Throw in throw throw this uh, throw this out here. Uh throw us your your humper and super chats. Leave us a thumbs up cuz we're going to try so hard, guys. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to try. We're going to try and make this good. For you. Yeah. We're going to try and make this good. Okay, so the only thing that I was really looking forward to all night um, 
was uh what was the uh was the opening match mm-hmm. like that was i was like oh that was, oh well i mean i guess Breaker and Champa teaming together could be interesting if they don't do too much drama of you know can they coexist and that was the main event but the opening match was the six man tag Imperium uh versus uh Diamond Mine and they introduced uh please welcome Gunther and the and the the NXT tag champions Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner and the crowd immediately broke out into a Walter, Walter chant that went forever. And they I, I think they turned down the mics on the crowd for a bit, but that didn't matter because anytime he was in the ring, they came back with Walter, Walter. And this is never gonna go away, and I hope it doesn't, um, because it was it, it's 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 just it's just a way of it and and when when you could when when Walter first heard the chance you can see him gulp because i'm like i hope you don't think this reflects poorly on you sir this isn't we're not we're talking to your to your bosses because this is this is just an act of civil disobedience to to try and and make everybody recognize that that you can't you can't pull the wool over us anymore i think is what the crowd was doing what do you think i think that's what the crowd was doing i also think that Walter Gunther is probably a performer that takes pride in his performance and character and gives a crap if it's good, unlike his bosses. So he is going to take that a little bit to heart, which is uh, rough. It's kind of like not that different from what CM Punk chants are now, now that Punk is actually back. Yeah. Like it used to be CM Punk chants where we want CM Punk back. And then they were like, well, we can't do what chants through an right. entire thing. So we'll just chant CM Punk's name. There were yeah. those at Royal Rumble, which is sad. Um, but yeah. this is this is kind of in the vein of that, in my opinion, of it's a rejection of bad creative. Um, and you know, the whole the whole reboot is a reboot that nobody asked for, and rebooting mm-hmm. a character. That was already so established and so integral just yeah. makes no sense. So I, I don't think it's a reflection of him, but I'm not surprised he took that personally because I think he gives a shit. And I think there's an inherent artist thing where you're like, if I'm good enough, I can make anything work. And I don't know if any artist, I don't know yeah. if Van Gogh, I don't know if Mozart, I don't yeah. know if Walter can make Gunther work. Um and it's it's also very new, right? So hopefully they either switch it back or it goes away eventually because I don't want all of his matches to be overshadowed, but I do want people's voices to be heard. So it just you don't want it to affect that guy. Well, because the thing about it is that we know for a fact that they that that the Vince McMahon regime isn't really good at looking inward. Isn't no. really good at looking in the mirror and taking responsibility for terrible things that they've done. They like to blame the talent. So, so uh, Gunther, you're not getting your new name over. So now we're going to bury you. And it, God it, forbid is, he suggested it swing back the other way. Then he has an attitude problem. So yeah, yeah. that's that's the that's the I, I I don't want this to be a thing where where like where it, it becomes obvious that every time they chant Walter 
he, he gets in trouble backstage. That would be bad. Let's not do that to one of the greatest wrestlers of a generation. However, if if they get angry at him enough, maybe he can go and ply his trade elsewhere. You know, where 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 he could actually, you know, not be insulted by this kind of stuff. I I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. The match was fine. I really That's like great. the Creed brothers. I think that they're that they're that they're doing really well. I think that Roderick Strong remains the very best hand they've got. Um uh and and Imperium's just amazing. Um, all three of them. Uh, they, they work really, like re- really, really, really well as a, as a trio. Um, I I liked seeing the, the 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 kids get in there and get some shine with Walter. Um, I thought that it was like you know it's Walter power bombed the uh, the bigger of the two lads. I believe that's Brutus Creed. Uh, power bombed him uh, t- to pick up the victory with a very odd looking pinfall combination where he kind of like did a, he supermaned that hoe. Like he was, he was <laughs> it was a very, very odd thing to look at in, in retrospect, but, but uh, yeah. So it was just very interesting to me, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, but, but I, but there's no shame in losing, losing to, 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 to Walter. Um, and it, it furthers my, my thoughts that, that the, the creeds are going to win the, the dusty cup. And then they're going to go on and have a match with Imperium, which they might win. Like you might actually tell that story that these guys are the, are the new, are the new dudes in NXT 2.0. Yeah, I guess it's always just nerve wracking. Cause I'm like, okay. And then what happens with Imperium? Like, Gunther's name is already a wild distraction over everything they're doing right now. If they drop, like, I don't know um, what's next for them. I would not get sick of them running that back as fast as I would for other things. But, like, this is is what happens in NXT 2.0. But at the same time, like, I thought about that with Legato. You know, I was like, oh, no, they're at a dead-end road and they found something creative for them to do, which is pretty good. So, uh yeah, it, it's I'm I liked the match itself. Roddy Strong is just he just does everything. He's just so good. Just does everything right. And I think the Creed brothers getting reps with somebody like Walter is, is a good thing because they're the big dudes in a lot of these matches, let's be honest. So them facing someone of Walter's size, Gunther's size, when um like the future is like big and burly, like that's probably good for them. Uh, Shocky29 says the problem with your theory, Alex, is like Ali, Walter has too much quote unquote value, whatever the hell that means. Well, that's that's only if you ask for your release. If they, if it's their idea, they'll release you on a whim. They don't care who you are with that, how much oh, yeah, value you've at, got. Look, look, Bray look, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt made them more money than they were paying him. Just in merch sales. And they were they, like, they fired him too. Kids. Budget cuts. Sorry, kid. Budget cuts. And it's just also funny. Like, I don't think you have value, but um, I'm also not going to let you go to our competition is a wildly hypocritical narrative to throw yeah. out there. Like, no matter who you're talking about, never mind with someone like Ali. Yeah. M- Mark Losper says, can't wait for Vince to blame Walter for this Gunther mess. I mean, he does have a history of that kind of thing. Uh, hasn't yet, but, uh, but he, he very well might with this particular thing. 
Um, Bearcat Gunther. That's where we're at right now. It's yeah. like the same rinse and repeat story of let me tinker with something that absolutely does not to be, need to be tinkered with yeah. and, and create a yeah. worse plan simply because it was not mine. Yeah. Um, Losper, uh, sorry, uh, no, Nerd Guru says, uh, Gunther, not over? You're losing to Wagner next week, kid. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that won't happen. They've got other plans for Von Wagner. He's going to be the WWE champion and the universal champion one day, says Robert Stone. I just will talk about that thing right now. That was odd and out of the Do blue. We have like, to. Robert Stone says, I'm done with this entertainment side of this business. Now I'm only in the sports kind of, I guess, is, was the implication. He did say I'm done with the entertainment side. I was like, well, if you're managing Von Wagner, you're definitely done with the entertaining side of this business. Um, did he think the karaoke thing that he was doing was entertainment, though? Like, I don't understand. Wait, no, because because when he was managing Aaliyah, she was so damn entertaining. The charisma was jumping off of our screen. Um, Von Wagner remains the least electrifying man in sports entertainment. Um, he, like, at least he doesn't have to say as much. Like, Stone does all the talking, and then, like, um, we're, um, uh, this is Von Wagner's world says Robert Stone, and then Von Wagner says, you're just living in it. I'm like, oh, okay. And I love how they say, six foot five, 255 pounds. You lie about everybody's weight. And oh, everybody's yeah. height. Tell me he's six foot eight. Tell me he's 290 pounds. Like, six five and 250 is not impressive in the world of WWE. It's it's decently big, but not not huge. Yeah. Like, if he was standing next to Drew McIntyre, he would not look like a big he, dude. He would not at all. Um, Like, he's less charismatic than Orange Cassidy, whose whole thing is to be apathetic. Yeah. Which is sad. He just has no uh, presence about him. Like, so... Maybe he and Dominic Mysterio could be in a tag team of just, like, meh. <laughs> Of just, I'm bored watching this. Even though it's not, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, the worst thing I've ever seen would be better because I'd be having an emotional reaction. It's just not good. And I like the idea of pairing him with Robert Stone. But isn't Robert Stone's whole side of things the entertainment side? Like, I don't I mean, understand I guess, I guess not anymore. Either. I guess not anymore. Um... Because it ain't the sports side. Like, Von Wagner also not like, wow, look at the athleticism on that dude. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what value he's bringing to the table at this moment. Like, yeah. I, I'm just not. I'm I'm not even underwhelmed because underwhelmed is a reaction. I'm just whelmed. Yeah. Not uh, whelmed. Yeah. Luis, I'm going to save everything having to do with Toxic Attraction and Mandy Rose uh, for a little later. So you can drop that down the list. Um, if I had more time in my life, I would start a, like, is she out of the pool? Those Twitter, <laughs> you know those Twitter accounts that are, like... Is is Mandy Rose in the pool? Is Mandy Rose in the pool? And they just tweet, like, yes or no? Yes or no, exactly. Like, today would be a big day because she was out of the pool. Yeah. Um, so we got, um, we got a um, Cora Jade. 
Yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna beat Raquel Gonzalez. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to her that we're gonna be in the Dusty Cup together because I think we can win it. Then Raquel comes up and she says, "Oh, Chiquita, you're not gonna beat me, whatever." Um, and then we actually we got the match. Oh, we have we have, oh she so Raquel leaves and then Cora Jay's standing there with Mackenzie Mitchell going, "You got this. You can do it." Okay, she's like doing a little weird like affirmation deal like i'm god doggone it people like me type of thing and then i have always thought that sean michaels theme should be affirmations like there should have been a character who like looked in the mirror and was like i think i'm cute i know i'm sexy that's <laughs> and sean michaels could have sold the shit out of that are you kidding me i'm a sexy boy i'm a sexy boy i'm a sexy boy all right not your boy toy i'm not your boy toy like he would have killed that it would have been great would have been great um so the whole match was cora jade trying really hard um to beat um raquel gonzalez and failing and eventually raquel hit her chingona bomb and uh, and then at, she gets out of the ring for a second and then gets back in and says, all right, let's do this. You and me in the Dusty Cup. And I was just like, you just tried to murder her through the whole thing. At what point did you decide that you wanted her to be your partner? Was it before you tried to like choke bomb her through the ring? Because if so, maybe hold off on that and just shake her hand and say it's a draw it's fine you've you've proven yourself to me we can be a team because <laughs> what if you like i don't know broke a rib or something or caused some light internal bleeding and now you want to be her partner it feels like if if you if you do, oh well you didn't kick out of my finisher that proves that i want you to be my tag partner it's a really weird thing to do the match itself was okay whatever it just was built on this completely false premise that i kicked your ass and therefore you're good enough to be my tag partner i don't know i think out of all the horrendous backstage segments they had what they should have done was shake hands in this and then later her reflect and be like look i i beat the ever-living shit out of you that is what it takes to actually win this damn thing yeah. and I now see that you have it in you and I'm willing to team with you. I think that could have gone a long way because this felt very stark and weird and uh, out of the blue. So I actually don't hate the story and I don't hate how it was executed, but like they had so much dumb shit happen backstage today that I feel like it would have been so better served if Raquel had just given her like a, all right, she took me to my limit. She took a lot of punishment. I'm impressed. And then later we got like a, like maybe she thought about it for a second yeah. or something like that. So match was decent enough. Some really good spots in it. Um, there's at least like, a, we're getting back to coexisting territory, right? But yeah. like, there's at least a justification for this. That's not like you're a bitch and I'm hot. Right. Like that was like six storylines there for a minute. So yeah. I kind of like the story that's unfolding here. It was just like you pointed out, very disconnected. Yeah. Um, Mark Losper says the little geek that could is a gimmick that I could not care about in the slightest. Um, 
yeah, it, it, I, I don't feel like she got close to winning the match. Like if she had like pushed Raquel to her limit, maybe then Raquel would have, it would be more believable for her to have, you know, faith in her or something. I think what needed to happen is the reverse of the story you normally see where Raquel is somehow for most of it fighting from behind because yeah, somehow I don't know like and then Raquel sneaks a win instead because um, I, I have this problem and not to compare them just because they're both skateboarders or whatever but I have this problem with Darby Allen too where it's like sometimes we get the same story mm-hmm. with Darby not usually at pay-per-views that usually right. gets switched up a little bit but like the I'm skinny little person and so I'm fighting from underneath constantly does wear itself out right Alan Mark says, I think this would be a good time to get Linda and Sheila's reaction to the soap so far. I'm getting depressed. Now, I like the Cora Jade. I think she's very sweet. She's very petite. I like a little tattoos. I like a little skateboard. I like a beanie hat. Um, uh, I myself am very obviously a very big fan. Uh, it, it just seems like so desperate. I mean, sweetheart, just find somebody who likes you for you. Don't go after all these people who don't like you and you want to prove that you're good enough. Let me tell you something, Cora. You're good enough. And until you know that yourself, nobody else is going to know it. I know that you have said multiple times that that was the biggest lesson you learned from your first six husbands. It's true. And I think it's really sweet that you're trying to prevent the heartbreak yeah. of someone else. It is a little desperate. What is what is this this bean hat that you're talking about? Oh, then you know the, one of these things, little 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 cap up top to keep you know keep the hand place and, and it's a bean. What's yeah. it called? A, what's it a bean? For? Oh, they call the kids call it a beanie. A beanie. Yes, it's a winter cap. But I mean, oh, when they when they used to, they used to call it a watch cap. But now, that's what I. That's how I know them as. I know them as the watch. The cap. watch cap. The yes, beanie. That yeah, is the, new hippolingo. The, the kids call it a beanie. I know. Yes. Well, my niece is on the Facebook, and she tells me all the things that I'm doing wrong and saying wrong. She's one of the good ones on the Facebook, not one of the weird ones who wants to storm places. I think it's good that she's one of the good ones. I don't know about these tattoos either. As far as tattoos go. Listen. I like them, but I just don't understand the tattoos. Listen, I, I came to terms with it a long time ago. They're here to stay. No matter what you say to the youngins, they're going to get more and more of them until their whole body's a freaking canvas. You know, my nephew tells me it's art. Well, it is It is art. I mean, it's, I it's, it's, art, it's, art, it's, it's art. art you can't erase unless you have one of those lasers, That's I suppose. That's the thing. I'm worried this generation, they're going to regret it. Oh, my God. If I had gotten tattoos when I was younger... I oh. mean, they just be flapping in the breeze, and who wants that? Look like a like a sail on a ship. Terrible. <laughs> Linda broke Sheila. <laughs> that was good. We, we needed that break. We needed we that break because this episode. Thank you, so Alan Marks, for telling us to to, to uh. To that was you that. didn't realize you thought that was for you. That was for us. No, that for was us. like yeah. self care and for us. Shauna Walensky says, HBK is Stuart Smalley. OMG, he would need a Mr. Rogers sweater and a mirror. HBK would have rocked this. because He really would have. He's smart enough, enough. etc. Doggone it. Everybody but Bret Hart liked him. Um, uh, Mark Losper says, Robert Stone called Von Wagner the future. 
ha 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 ha. Let us all laugh together. Now is the part where we throw back our heads in laughter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Pete Dunn cut a promo Pete about about uh, about his uh, cricket bat. We didn't really he... get any Dan- Tony D'Angelo on the show tonight, did we? No, there was no that, wonder that, this episode. That, 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 no wonder this episode was terrible. We didn't, we didn't get any of my friend Tony D. If you didn't gotten, get any Tony if D. We, if we had gotten uh, uh, Tony D, we got some D. It just wasn't Tony D. I know it, and we didn't get Hook either. I know that's a different company, but like any night that we don't see Hook is a bad night. So it's yeah. just like both of them is hard to stomach. So um, he cut a promo about uh, Tony D. He even, he even did one of these things, and he's like, what am I doing? I don't want to do this anymore. He wants a steel cage match with the Tony D. I'm assuming they'll do this at Vengeance Day. This might be the last, the swan song for Pete Dunne in NXT 2.0, perhaps. I'm sure. Well, he looked great at Rumble. Oh, wait. Yeah. Nobody not, was at Rumble. Not, not, yeah. The, like, I, 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 I get it. I know that it's, it's, it's not good i mean it's your fault that it's not good but perhaps the the usa network would like some eyes driven to the product you know putting somebody in the rumble one or two guys in the rumble or heaven forbid a few of the women in the rumble considering you had to like like listen hall of famer i i i love i love ivory you know Considering you had to dig Ivory out of mothballs to come in and not actually get in the match, how about pr- putting Raquel Gonzalez in there to eliminate like three or four women? You know, dig her out of mothballs. I mean, where when was the last time we saw her? Somebody had to be keeping her in a storage locker somewhere. She was censoring people. Yeah, no, I could have done with like six less of those spots and six more of Io Shirai's and Kaylee Ray's and Raquel Gonzalez's and Dakota Kai's. Um, yeah, no, I, I keep thinking like LA Knight, Petey Poppins, a couple other guys are going to go up to the main roster and this would be the season to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also thought they would be in rumble. So we'd have, uh, like an indicator as to who those people might be. Right. So, yeah. But so maybe this is his swan song. Also, he might be fighting Grayson Waller the week after. Oh, I don't know what the hell's going on. No, nobody does. Nobody does. Um. Uh. So I'm 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 fi- I'm fine with you know seeing more of these guys. Steel Cage would be a good you know way of using these these people. I think it's fine. It's good. Uh, we've already seen that. Um. Uh, Tony D knows how to smuggle crowbars into like. Uh, a war games ring, uh, uh, ring. So in a regular steel cage, shouldn't be that hard for him. So I, I think, but I, but I'm, but that's that's fine. Um, so we got uh, we got a Duke Hudson package, yeah. and I I appreciated that. Like he's like, I used to be all about playing poker and stuff, and I don't do that anymore. And I was like, yay! Thank God we're not doing that anymore. He says it wasn't even about Dante Chen. It was just about uh, I saw an opportunity and I took it. Um, he's now like claimed the the shaved head look, like he's like keeping it buzzed close. Um, like he's in the in the promo with like like backlit and in silhouette. He's buzzing his own head. Um, 
I I thought this was fine. This actually make makes Duke Hudson seem like you know, like a badass, which might be a, a good thing. Although I, I don't take away his charisma when he talks because he used to be really really great at that. Um, then you give him the poker gimmick and it kind of didn't work. But I'm 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 willing to see what they do. But I, I I just don't I don't think they have a high ceiling in mind for him. I think. There's some guys who are better at live promos and there's some guys who are better backstages. I think he's a live promo guy. Yeah. It's kind of funny. So. I, I'm always very impressed by people who are better live promo people. Yeah. Um, because I would think the safety net of having multiple takes would do something for you. But like he, even in that, that terrible poker stuff, he tried so hard to make sense of stuff. He said, luck is for losers. Like speaking yeah. to the CM Punk nerd inside of me, like he was trying really, really hard. Um, and I feel like him owning the shaved head and st- like, I think he cares about the character even to this point, which I think is nice. Like he's like, okay, we're going to scrap the stuff that sucks, but I look all right with a shaved head. So we're going to keep something continual about me. And it's yeah. good with a shaved head. Why not? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm relieved that they might be putting him in a more kind of a role of badassery. I think that's a, a better fit for him. And, you know, I, I think the live promo was just a, a bigger strength of his, but I didn't hate this in comparison to what else we got backstage. This was like the only good thing that happened. So I did not think this was going to be like the bright spot of the show, mm-hmm. but it kind of was. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's sad. So remember last week uh, or two weeks ago when, uh, on the same night we got Gunther for the first time, we also got uh, the Saray package. And I was like, surely, surely somebody who works for them monitors online reception to the shit that they do. Surely somebody does that and would have shown them that this thing got an even worse response than whatever they were trying to do with Walter and Gunther. Like, like it wasn't as big of a deal but like people hated it in a, in a lot of ways and then she starts walking out and like the show they show hey here's a little snippet from that thing that everybody hated and then Saray makes her return to the ring next and i was like all right so you guys are going to keep on doing this huh nobody nobody decided to, to stop this thing before it got out of hand so then we see after the commercial she's walking through the backstage area over by where Gorilla would be. And she looks down at her her little necklace that, she, that her grandma gave her that she bought from Claire's last week. Uh, this heirloom necklace. And she holds it. And then she turns and walks into a blinding aura of light. And then she walks out to do her match. And she looks entirely different. She backstage, she had the little glasses and the little pigtails and the, the black hair and the, the thing. But then she walks out and she's got red and pink hair and she's all decked out in all of her gear and everything. So, 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 so Boa and before him, um, Mei Ying were using the magic of the Far East for the powers of evil. But Saray is using the magic of the Far East. And believe me, this is, I believe, what must be going through Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard's mind, not my own. 
but I can't think of anything other than why are these two people who happen to be from the same area of that continent both using magic to change themselves physically? It's a, it's like, why? Why Saray is using the powers of good and Boa is using the powers of darkness, but they're basically the same character, even though one of them is Chinese and one of them is Japanese and one of them is a man and one is a female. It's a, I have, uh, why? I don't understand this obsession with these transformations. Like, even, even if you're not going to go that far, which I absolutely think you're right. Like, on the main roster, Damien Priest has to be, like, half good, half bad. The Priest. Like, I don't understand this obsession with, like, can you just have someone that seems like a human fucking being? Like, I, I, I truly don't. And there wasn't, I just, this tinkering with stuff that doesn't need to be fixed. Saray is so good in the ring. She's unbelievable. She has such a unique skill set. Like, and if you want to tell the story, like, if that's a real story, I don't think it is the necklace that she was wearing. But, like, if you want to tell the story that, like, she has Zia Lee with the lightning fist. Like, everything has to be this cartoonish, like, whatever with, with Asian representation on the show. But, um... If you want to tell the story that she was homesick and went home and she has an like that's insulting to the heirloom from her grandmother to like make it Captain fucking Planet all of a sudden. Like I don't I don't there, um, there's, there's there's I have sentimental things from from my family. They're literally hanging this compass is like a thing that's a reminder of my my grandfather and I don't need to come out like with a compass pointing me to the direction of the ring and in in the match being like oh it's pointed to a suplex like i it's just so um it's so like door the explorer like i i don't understand like it, it, why it, someone can't just have something genuinely sincerely meaningful in their lives it's the it is the the trope of the magical girl that's what the thing is in 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 that uh, in anime and stuff like that and and like the, the whole thing is like okay fine I don't know if I trust this particular creative team to tell that story right you know what I mean like I just don't feel like that's a thing that like is that, that they, because they can of do that all of the other times that they have it is it is it is it is, kind, it is it is kind of because they have a, a really bad track record of it yeah um. Like that's every all. other time. Yeah, like that's all. Like I'm, I'm willing to be proven wrong. Like I, I love Saray in the ring. I think she's great. I don't, I don't think she needs this gimmick to get over. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe that's the thing is that everybody needs to be a cartoon character in WWE now because, because they don't just let people breathe as people. Well, so. and is that the whole point of like a trope like that? And I don't, I don't follow any anime so i really don't know but isn't it supposed to be like that it was inside you all along kind of Maybe. or like that someone's spirit is with you like moana was not this cartoonish and the whole thing was that her grandmother was like in right. the ocean with her right like i don't understand i don't under i, I don't understand yeah i don't get it the new guru says there are 75 transformation BS gimmicks going on, yet Finn Balor, who literally has one of those things, is nowhere to be seen. Vince Logic. Yeah, well, you know, Finn, Finn Balor is nothing but roster filler. That's according to him. Oh, God. 
Um, JW Pringle says, Kate, did you just ask WWE to make a character act like a human being? Oh, you sweet summer child. Vince doesn't know how to human in real life, and neither do his idiot friends in charge. Well, you know, certainly that that seems to be the case. I don't I don't know exactly. I don't know, man. My friends are honest with me when I do dumb shit, especially this dumb. <laughs> um so uh, 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 Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams come out to cut a promo about you know Carmelo Hayes uh, insinuates that he's been doing uh, having a lot of the sex with uh, the rapper from last week. Um, is she going to be an on screen character, or was just this just like I came out with her last week, um, introduced her, and so therefore we've been having a lot of uh, sex. I think you were not the only one that noticed that her 2.0s were on display. Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure they they were right there, yeah. On the internet, I think there was some fun head with Trick Williams and Carmelo. Um, Particularly a gif of um, Fresh Prince, Mm -hmm. where there was a lady who was singing, and they were, like, in the background. Um. So I th- I don't think it's gonna be something that's ongoing. I think there was just an insinuation yes, with was. that. But there's also a concert on NXT, I guess, like every week now, or some sort of singer, as we're going to discuss later. We're gonna spend a good amount of time on young Miss Nikita Lyons. Okay. Linda has things to say about Nikita Lyons. Um <laughs> I but, bet she does. I'm sure she does. I don't know what they are yet. But she'll 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 make them up as she goes along because that's that's Linda. Um, this was this was fine, whatever. Like I, Carmelo Hayes is um, ultra gifted in the ring. As, as as he's a fine speaker, fine. He's ultra gifted as a as a wrestler. Can we just see him wrestle more often or do something like besides th- this thing? Because I, I I don't know. Yeah, it, but if he was gonna have a match, where were we gonna put all the boner jokes? Well, that's yeah, that's so, yeah. So, um, Cameron Grimes interrupts, uh, and they talk back and forth. It's really not all that engaging. Cameron Grimes doesn't feel nearly as interesting now that he's wearing human clothes. Like, I I liked him a lot more when he was coming to the ring with his ridiculous top hat and a vest and trunks and wrestling boots, and that's it. Because that guy being ultra wealthy off of GameStop stonks was really funny. This guy walking out in a green suit is not funny. It's not. It's not anywhere near funny. He's a bit like of all the guys that you said, let's have you tame down your cartoonishness. You said, hey, Cameron Grimes, who is legitimately great at this shit. Can you bring it down like 12 notches? And I'm like, I mean, but he's good at it, though. He's actually good at it. You're asking all these other people to do it. Oh, boy. All he has to do is get to Vince and be like, hey, I'm actually 120th pick, you know, Japanese, Chinese, like some sort of Asian representation that would be like, I'm only like 10% that. And then they'll be like, oh, go back to your cartoonishness then. We love that. But it only applies to the Chinese and Japanese wrestlers. He's yeah. just like an accountant now that kind of says funny things. Like, he's the flashiest guy at Merrill Lynch. I don't understand. 
what he's he's the wacky guy at h&r block that's what he is exactly he's like oh my god is he coming to happy hour because i'll go to dave and buster's and that guy's going to dave and buster's that's who he is that guy's crazy look he's got his hair slightly longer than regulation and he wears a beard his suit is green that guy's all over the place man it's not gray like mine that's this is cameron grimes now what are we doing? Um, so I'm looking forward to this match at Vengeance, at Vengeance Day. As am I. But, but That's I'll, a good uh, one. Like, uh, I don't know. Who, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Cyclops is better than Wolverine says, Hayes can't be trusted because he lied about Indy DMing him. So It's a very you know, good point. Honestly. It's a very, very good I point. Think, I think he's casting... I think he's casting aspersions on young Miss Ollie J's good name. Out a good something. That's not all he's casting onto <laughs> her. If that, you get my drift. That was a more clever joke <laughs> from Linda, who is in her late 70s at this point. Oh, I don't know. I've, I stopped keeping track back in like 1989. We celebrate the same 40th birthday every year. <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, so, so yeah, so that's fine. All right. Um, earlier in the night, we got a little, a little uh, backstage. This happened earlier today um, uh, of L.A. Knight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cutting a promo about Grayson Waller. Yeah, he did. And then, Dummy. and then Joe Gacy and Harlan showed up behind him, and uh, like, oh, Mister Knight, you seem to have uh, uh, such um, anger issues. Uh, maybe we could work it out in the ring. It's like maybe we could work it in the ring. Why don't you bring you or your sidekick, little you know, pet dog? There, we're gonna get in the ring tonight. We're gonna play. We're gonna have. Uh, uh, I don't care which one you get in the ring, uh, Dummy. Yeah, that's not a that's not a thing. That's a fact of life. Yeah, and he leaves. Um, uh, <laughs> that's basically a decent impression. Um, uh, so I was like, oh, so, oh, so this is how we're going to get more Grayson Waller on the show as they're going to attack him during the match, huh? And then that's what happened. The match is fine. You've actually gotten me to a point where I actually give a shit about LA Knight because he's more like Eli Drake now. And now you're gonna put him in in a in a in a in a program where I feel like he's destined to lose. And I'm like, he, oh, that's not fair. He, I think, is gonna of, of anybody that's in NXT. I think he's getting called up. So if he's yeah. going out on his back or whatever, that's fine. fine. Yeah. But I wish they had actually been able to like give me this guy for a few months so I could like him for a while before he winds up on the main roster and and winds up never on television. You know why they did, didn't do that? Why? Because they're dummies. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's good. Thank you. Um, the match with Casey is 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 all right. Um, and then he winds up on the outside, and there's Sanga. And he locks eyes with Sanga uh, on the on the outside. Um, and uh, then Grayson Waller, who again has that finisher that he can only do if he runs and jumps and tucks and rolls. He has to do it from outside the barricade and jump over the barricade 
to do his little tuck and roll. Otherwise, he can't do his leaping stunner. It's a really limited finisher. Like, it's very limited. Um, so it so makes a- the six one nine look like yeah. fine. Like that yeah. that doesn't have to be done under specific circumstances. Yeah. Who thought that's your finisher? Yeah. If that's a cool, if you want to just throw that into match, it's cool yeah. enough. Your finisher, yeah. It's going to be done under those circumstances yep. every time you win a match. Yeah, it's a, it's a high degree of difficulty and a high degree of stupid. And, and just like such specific circumstances. Yes. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I love, um, I just love how, listen, I, I guess Grayson Waller is doing something right because I hate his guts and I never want to see him on television. Like, so yeah, I guess he's doing go something away. right. But I mean, like, let's go uh, away, Heath. That's I mean, yeah, me. but but like, I, I I desperately want to see him get the shit beat out of him. So I guess that's the point, right? Like, I, if honestly, if you asked me, do you want to see him get the shit beat out of him? Like for real, by like I don't know, seven or eight guys with lead pipes, or. He can disappear from the earth tomorrow. It's a toss-up. Honestly, it's a toss-up. I really don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I am happy like, that... Like, Madcap Moss, I don't need to see him get beat up. Just go away forever. Go away into... But, but Grayson Waller has gotten under my skin enough that it is a toss-up between go away forever, wink out of existence, or I actually get to watch him get the shit beat out of him. It's, it's a toss-up for me. You know, I'll give you that. So, I so think, may, maybe he's like at least forty percent effective at what he's trying to do. I don't know. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather watch that than Von Wagner do anything. So that's like a good a good example, like a good comparison. Uh, and I think there's a part of me that feels like the things that I don't like aren't really like entirely his fault. Like it's not that he's so bad at his job. Yeah, it's that he was given this gimmick with no wins. Yeah. And that he got pushed so fast with no wins. Yeah. And it's a gimmick that I don't like. But it's not that he's doing bad stuff with it. And it's not that he's no. bad in the ring. So I have a little bit of patience for that, I guess. He says that uh, if you want to have a match with me, you got to beat Sanga next week. And I'm assuming he does. And then he gets his match with Grayson Waller at Vengeance Day the following week. I'm assuming. But he says, you think you can take it by NXT? I'm NXT. I, me, I own it here. I, this is my place. I run NXT. I'm like, but says who? Where, where, where are you getting off saying that you run NXT? You've won like a match. Here's you the won thing, by too, interference. He's like, then I'll lift my restraining order. And you just seem like a fucking dork when you i'm I'm gonna lift my restraining order is so lame and then also like i don't know la knight make a friend i find him fun we're out here doing yeah dummy impressions like gacy and uh harland it's also just bad how much better gacy is in the ring than harland like that's not great um and then now you have sanga and uh grayson it's like i don't know you've got a cool car yeah. You're likable enough now. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, I want to, I want to be his friend. Mm-hmm. Go find a friend backstage to help you yeah. out on occasion. Do that. Just seems rude. 
Um, Numlocks asks, is Big Sleepy Baby a better gimmick than 5,000-year-old Dragon Lady? I don't know. But I do know that uh, we got a Wendy Chu versus a Mari Miller match. I'm going to need you to answer that question because now I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> How about Big Sleepy Dragon Lady? No. It doesn't even matter. I just need you to be on a side of the fence. <laughs> Pick a side. Even, you gotta. You know what? Just because, like, the Pick fact a that, side, you coward. That's an insane. The fact that that's a question that makes sense to ask is insane. It's insane that that question makes sense to ask. Um. Uh. So I find this one more relatable. Like, I also want to sleep <laughs> oh, all man. the time. Oh, that's my chosen gimmick. I, I just, just had COVID. Are you kidding? Like, I'm I, still tired. Like, I, I want to go. I, I want. I want to take a. I want to. I want to. I want to take a nap at 10 a.m. and then another nap at noon and then another nap at 2 p.m. every day. Yeah. Every day, I want that. It's great, and just a slurpee. Who doesn't love a slurpee? Yeah, anyway. And I also get disappointed at if someone takes away my free refill. Right. So I'm going. Sure. I'm going big sleepy baby. Okay. What What about if you're a big sleepy baby who commits credit card fraud? Because that apparently is also <laughs> a gimmick. Because Because so here's the backstory. Because <laughs> Because Tiffany Stratton, who thinks that that uh, pajama girl is um is, the face, a, is, by is the a freak way. is a freak. Yeah. Um, break, which yeah, isn't what yeah, NXT is about. Yeah. Right. Kind of is Tiff. Look around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cartoon characters everywhere. Yeah. Um, but she she says Amari Miller, if you take out, I don't know why she's cho choosing Amari Miller, who does not seem like she has Hit Woman written all over her. Oh yes, she like, does. <laughs> but but she says if you take out Wendy Chu in your match tonight, I'll take you shopping. You could buy whatever you want with my daddy's credit card. So Mari's like, well, I'll think about it. All right. And so they have the match, her and Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu does stuff in a onesie wearing bunny slippers that you shouldn't be able to do. Yeah. So that, like, honestly, that's... That's impressive. That's impressive. And I always say this, if you they give you a terrible thing to do, commit to the bit and they'll forgive you. I won't forgive them, but I'll forgive you. Wendy Chu has found a way to make this watchable, which doesn't seem possible, honestly. But she's made this whole thing watchable. She's actually got a, uh, I, I don't, don't want to say it's a, it's a, it's a rest hold, but it, it has the same effect. She uses Amari Miller's leg as a body pillow and just grabs onto it, just nestles in there, puts it, puts her head on her thigh as a pillow. And wraps her arms and legs around it. And Amari Miller's, what get up, get off me. I thought that was great. Also, she had her running, jumping elbow drop that she does when she, she drops an elbow like this with putting her hands next to her head like she's going to sleep. That was fun. This is all, you know, good. I want great. her and Orange Cassidy to date. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you do. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton comes out with her, her <laughs> credit card. 
And Amari's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So then she she slips, she throws the credit card into Amari Miller like it's a pair of brass nuts. Like, are you supposed to hit her with a credit card? I don't think that's going to do a lot of damage. Um, and aren't you taking her shopping? Why no, does she have to? Why it, does she is have it, to have a credit card? proof that it's my dad's name on it? Like, this made no sense. I guess. Um, but, but she... <laughs> But so she loses the credit card in the middle of the of the rest of the match. Uh, of Wendy Chu, does she hit a finisher? I don't know. She pins Amari Miller, right? And then um, Tiffany Stratton is very angry about this, so she gets in the match. She gets in the ring afterwards. Says, "You, you messed up. You, you're so stupid and you're fake, and I hate you. Give me back my credit card." And Amari Miller's like, "Oh, I don't have it." She's like checking pockets that she doesn't have. And then the crowd goes, I actually heard two people go, Wendy's got it. <laughs> the crowd, like, Wendy has it. Look over there. Um, and so she looks up the ramp and there's Wendy Chu and she's holding the credit card. She's like, ah, ah, me, I got it now. I have it. And Tiffany Shannon's like, that's mine. Give it back. And Wendy Chu is like literally 13 feet from Stephanie Stratton going, uh-uh, it's mine now. And I'm like, does, so there's, this just, is this not taking place in the real world? I, sorry, my, I was looking at my notes and my phone fell, which is like perfect. Um, I, I'm just confused by the legal standing of how things happen in NXT. <laughs> no one's ever been caught in the parking lot. But there is like a restraining order on LA Knight. Restraining orders apparently are things you can you can you can file on somebody that 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 have some kind of weight that can be that that can that can carry into the NXT ring, but you can you can just take up ownership of somebody's credit card. On television. On television. Say, I have it. I'm going to use it. But, like, can't the FBI trace you now? Because I, I don't know how any of this works. Or, like, your local precinct. I mean, just or, like, me, like, Tiffany Stratton's dad could just, like, hit the freeze button on his banking app yeah, at this point. Like, you know, like, I, I suppose. I, I don't get it. Um, Yeah, that, this, that was dumb and weird. Right. I think it would be hysterical if next week, though, Wendy Chu has like Gucci pajamas on or something. Yeah. <laughs> like she she just went nuts. Mm -hmm. Um I I don't think there's been anything that Tiffany Stratton has mm -hmm. done yet that I give a crap about. Yeah. So um and faces shouldn't be committing credit card fraud. <laughs> I mean, oh, but she deserves it because she's so mean and calls Wendy Chu a freak and she spilled her, her free refill last week. Yeah, but um, also, like, that ain't her dad. That's her dad's credit card. Yeah, but... but it's not his fault. She's a spoiled old brat. Maybe it is. The, Daddy! Yeah. The nerd guru says punk <laughs> versus Chu in a go-to-sleep match. And she goes like... Yeah. That would be amazing. And Ricardo El Idolo Agrio says Punk versus Chu versus Kanta for the custody of the GTS. <laughs> Only if uh, Wendy Chu wins. I, I I want her to have a, ma a a move called to go to sleep, but but at, when she hits it, she gets to go to sleep. She gets to go to bed. Yeah, she gets to go to bed. Nice. Then. Like I think that when she pins people, she should just like nestle on their chest and go to sleep. 
and I that's how that's, she pins people. I think that's sweet. Um, uh, Valob says, no joke, I think wrestling in a onesie looks like fun. Especially if it's like short matches like these. It's true. It does look like fun. The the wrestling in the bunny slippers looks like it might do, it would just be terrible. Oh, like you I have no imagine. spring off of those things. And I but she does. I don't know how she does it, but she does. And I would think you would be in danger of slipping and falling constantly, yeah. wouldn't yeah. you? They're not like yeah. known for traction. Right. Uh, <laughs> this episode of NXT has proved that NXT, the WWE has no idea how restraining orders and credit cards work. Yeah. And they have some really strange ideas about how people date. We're going to get more to that. If Sean really is in charge of this show, he's as completely lost as Vince is. I don't think he's actually in charge of this show. Um, I think that, that they're trying to somehow maintain order, but I don't think he's really in charge of the show. Uh, and Mark Losper says, as much as I like Wendy Tube, the people who say this is WWE's Orange Cassidy gimmick don't understand Orange Cassidy's gimmick. Bring back Karen Q and make her kick people. Um, listen, the, the, I will say this about what I want from Wendy Chu. They're never going to do it, but I want it one time. I want her to have like a high-profile match at some point, and I want her to transform into, uh, into Mei Ying for like five seconds, blow the mist in somebody's face, and and then transform back into Wendy Chu because because anything's possible in this ridiculous thing they call NXT 2.0 and that would pop me desperately. To that point, well, let me ask you this, Alex. How do you feel about Orange Cassidy in general? Yeah. Are you a fan or are you not a fan of Orange Cassidy? I I mean I like Orange Cassidy. I I I think I think he's I think he's really really fun. I think he's good in the ring. I don't know what his ceiling is. Okay, here's where, when there's Orange Cassidy dissenters in the world, yeah. the point that that Super Chat was making is one that I make frequently, which is that his apathy is used to get under his opponent's skin. All those little mm -hmm. kicks and stuff are like set up to get in sure. your opponent's head. This is the thing that I think can happen with Orange Cassidy tomorrow if they wanted to do it and can't happen with Wendy Chu. I think you could make Orange Cassidy such a nasty asshole of a heel and you mm -hmm. can't do that with Wendy Chu because no. he's apathetic. So what's a, right. a guy who's just a dick and turns his back on mm -hmm. all of his friends and doesn't yeah. care as much as yeah. them? Mwah, beautiful. So they need to find something that justifies her bizarre behavior still, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. You know I what agree. else? What? When I wake up like Wendy Chu from a nap. Yeah. Or from just sleeping in general. Uh-huh. I'm craving cereal. Like frequently. You sometimes. know? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. But the problem is it like never fills you up because it's a carb. So like maybe Sean Ross App could tell us about something that's a protein packed alternative for such a thing. Hmm. Cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food it's the ultimate snack food and it's the ultimate food for me to take while i'm traveling quick easy 
all the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Use our promo code FIGHTFUL at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more Racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. It's so good. It's just so good. Well, listen, listen. I I don't usually like to interrupt your all show because, you know, um, I, you all are on time constraints usually. It's a little bit more flexible now, but... I I felt as if there was some breaking news I should share with you guys that would be important for your review. Please do. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Look what? at my shoes. Look at my shoes. They're what? beautiful. Look at them. Glaciers of Ice Kicks. G-O-I Kicks on Twitter and my Instagram. They weren't going to the Super Bowl before those kicks were being made. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not saying that it's because of your shoes, but I'm not saying it's not. Kicking got them to the Super Bowl. If he would have worn knee shoes, he could have kicked that field goal from 70 yards. 700 yards. 700 yards. Yeah. He could have set up at, well, not Great American Ballpark because they were in Kansas City. He could have set up at Kauffman Stadium, kicked it over the fountain into Arrowhead through the uprights. It would have happened. Um, I just felt like that's something I shouldn't put behind the paywall. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you, man. I know. Um, I'm giving this one away for free, but you know what? I'm not giving them all away for free. FightfulSelect.com. Mark Losper asks, uh, shouldn't you be preparing for an all-night edit, Sean? But he, he went away. <laughs> he went away. Let's let's make it extra long, just, just for Sean. Oh, we're going 231 tonight, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he came in right after the ad, too, because he's yes. like, oh, it wasn't enough to have my no. face rolling. No. Yeah, it's true. You know what? I wish NXT 2.0 had a happiness guarantee like Magic Spoon does. They do not. Uh, some stupid punk sends in a, uh, a humper chat. He says, I'm going to clip that bit of Alex telling us we're good enough and worth it and play it as my personal affirmation. I'm in desperate need oh. of it. Watching you beautiful people while elliptical love you too. We love you, some stupid punk. He's a, a, a fightful faithful from way back. Uh, if you and- need some affirmations and some confirmation, I think you should start with calling yourself some smart punk. <laughs> or the smart punk. Don't get the sum out of here, man. Get you it? are the I smartest the punk smart of punk. all the punks that I have known. You're obviously the most intelligent. The intelligent punk. The intelligent punk. Just like my undefeated Paul Hensler. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just got to create the magic and the confidence. It's true. Uh, uh, Valab says, uh, how is it that Wendy gets to use the GTS but not Cora Jade? Uh, I I don't know. Um, Maybe they'll fight for it. GTS on a pole match. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, it's fantastic, bro. It'll get over, bro. <laughs> uh, Myron Kid says, remember, Alex, this is a PG product. It's geared to be stupid and childish. It's a PG product that only old people watch. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe it's like, maybe we, they've done a focus group and they want, they have old people who were like, I would like to watch things that are that are made for children. Um, the Kids uh, are not this dumb. I keep, I keep saying that. Like, kids are not this this stupid and behind the yeah. times. Like, the, no. The, uh, the great RJ uh, City has a gimmick that he's been doing on his Twitter. Babyface. Call, calling himself the babyface. What um, happened to Babyface? Whatever happened to Babyface? Uh, and he does, he's one of his most recent ones. He was like, how about the ratings and the demos and the numbers? Well, listen, I don't, do I, do I have the 18 to 34 demo? No, but I do have their grandparents. And if they have a close relationship. I've got them. Then I got them too. Um, and uh, uh, he's, he's fantastic. And he belongs on the NXT 2.0 because Old people love RJ City. It's true. I'm an old person and I love RJ City. <laughs> now that we have this extra half hour to play with, yeah. we should invite him on. We should. <laughs> we should see That'd how be it fun. works. Um, so, uh... <laughs> oh, no. hey, what's that over there? I'm really wishing someone shows Vince the show Euphoria. This is what the kids are into. Vince, for real, this is what the kids like. The yeah. kids. The kids love the euphoria. The kids love the euphoria. Um, so okay. Um, what do I want to do next? But I want to do the the big the big thing that makes me angry the most. Um, no. Here's what I, I'll do. This one. Okay. So uh, so Draco Anthony. They do a little a little video package for him. Remember, he was the guy who used to sit in the diner alone drinking coffee like he was the equalizer. He used to sit in the, in the, in the diner. He was drinking the coffee by himself like he was Denzel Washington in that movie I didn't see. I used to I used to see him at the diner. I felt so bad. He was always sitting alone. The Draco Anthony? The Draco Anthony was always he was sitting alone at the or diner. Or the Denzel Washington. Which which diner did you Depends go to? on Because if on... you're going to a diner with Denzel Washington frequenting it and you did not bring me with you. We are going to have words. It was only the two times. Once was just for a coffee. And once was, I go on Tuesdays before I go to the theater to take in my picture. And there was a time that he was there. And the amazing thing was, I was going to see a picture with Denzel Washington in it. Oh, it was like goodness. an inception situation. <laughs> anyway, his new gimmick isn't that he's that he's the equalizer. It's that he shows up to work out at 2.28 a.m. Uh, it's about he, drive. It's about power. It's a, it, yeah. And he, and he, 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 <laughs> he, he flips over a, he, he flips over a very large tire. Now that wasn't a thing uh, back in my day. Like, no, if you were going to flip over a very large tire, you were about to put that tire on a very large vehicle of some kind. You did not do it for recreation or exercising purposes. I think it's, you know, do you know the CrossFit? Are you familiar with the CrossFit? Uh, is that a cross, cross uh, no, no, evidently not. It's a, it's an exercise program. It's like, you know how we do the aqua size? Yes, of course. 
It's like more intense and younger. It's for the younger kids. And they, they call their gyms boxes. I don't really know what's going on in there. But they flip the big tires. Oh. I think they're the ones that popularize. Oh, is that these the thing? Tires. Is that the thing where it's not really so much exercise as it is masochism? It's a little more masochistic, and you don't have it's to like, be so much qualified to teach. I'm, go- it. I'm going to I'm going to beat my body into being becoming fit. I'm going to like try and hurt myself so much that I just I'm always tense, and that's why my abs look like this. And yes. I think there's a lot of crying. I think mm. by the end of it, you just, you cry, but they, they have the big, they, I don't know where they're getting these big tires from. I don't know if they go around to these, these monster truck shows or what the deal is, but they're always flipping the big tires. That's true. Um, anyway, he likes to flip a tire at 2 at 28 AM. Um, more power to him. Terrible time to tire. Terrible flip. time to do that. I would rather um, do it even just at like 247. So they do it. <laughs> They do a, a whole thing for him that he in the middle of the night he goes and works out of the PC, uh, and that's why he's going to win. And he's in he's in incredible shape because it's about drive, it's about power. Yeah, it's about driving. Look, if LA Knight can make a whole thing out of copying the Rock, so can I. <laughs> right. Um, but he's got his first match against Andre Chase of Chase University of Chase University. Yeah. Um. Kate, did, did you get a memo? Did you get a memo? Did you get CC'd on an email? Was there a was there a Zoom call that I missed an invite to? When did we all get together and decide unanimously as a group that Andre Chase is now organically over as a babyface? Because I missed that. But but like he was he was awful, <laughs> intentionally awful, lost all of his matches. We booed the hell out of him whenever he showed up. That was a deal, and now, seemingly on a whim, he's supposed to be a fan favorite babyface. And I don't understand where where the crowd decided that. I know they may have decided it, you know, the the, the ubiquitous they. But why is the crowd going along with it? What what did he what did he change about himself? What has he done? Why is he, why are we now cheering him? I don't understand, but apparently we are. Um. Because uh, they like uh, sweaters. That's it. Sweaters with large block print letters yeah. on them. Big fan of those. Yep. I'm wondering maybe perhaps they were promised. It, it's sweater weather. And they love John Cena. And you know where you can't find John Cena, the next man sweater. So if Andre Chase is the next man that's like, oh, we don't need John Cena to wear that sweater because Andre Chase is already in it. Uh, Hugely over. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I see something from Destructobot in the chat that when he got attacked and his students saved his life, that was the start of the turn, but I guess. But like, I don't know. Why are we cheering for for him for getting his ass kicked? Like, I don't understand. Like, uh, like, whatever. Um, He beats Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. Ha ha ha. Draco Anthony. Um, (laughs) In this match. Um, (laughs) um, uh, uh, It's, you know, it's the first day of Black History Month. 
Let's get this guy to lose his first match. Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not, but I am, but I'm not, though. Um, so so Drake no, well, loses be, his first match. Um, it would be more like a, alarm bells if people didn't just constantly lose in their debuts, but that happens now in this world. So people just are immediately like, hey, this is this guy's first match, but he sucks and you shouldn't care about him yeah. like off the bat. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> he, he lost to, on to, to, he decided to pull the, he's drinking my phone now. Yep. From now on. It's the free tuition. Um, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah. It's the free tuition. That yeah, must be nice because that's good. You know, um, I, I would like a, I would like a backstage segment where he's nice to his, to his class. We've only ever seen him be like absolutely horrible to his classes. We didn't even see him get his ass kicked and then there'd be like a teachable moment about it where he learns mm. something. You yeah. know what I mean? Just do that. Just do like, you know what? I suppose. After I got my shit kicked in for the 947th time, yes. I learned something in my own teachable moment, which was yeah. that I need to be nicer to all of you people. Yeah. And um, then he could be a face, but they just like just because somebody gets beat up, the whole ha, the whole premise of of wrestling is that someone's yeah. getting beat up half the time, right? Right. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> so, um, he brings the the uh, the flag that Bodie Hayward is waving outside. He brings it into into the into the ring, and he steps on it. And the crowd reacts as though he like took a shit on a dog. Like it's just the most, like it's just the most ridiculous thing for them to react to. But they just, oh no, don't step on the flag. And then he loses. Uh, it's like a, is it like a, um, a, a, a hammerlock flatliner? I suppose. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. It's a kind of cool little thing, you know. Um, anyway. Um, uh, and then he calls out Von Wagner for a match next week. Andre Chase does. Um, he's, he's gotten to a point where they, they chant along with him when he does, you know, give me a C, give me an H, give me an A, give me an S, give me an E, uh, thing. Yeah, and, then, and then in the middle of the ring with the fans celebrating his victory, he cuts a promo into the camera about Von Wagner. I'm coming for you next week, brother. And I'm just like, I don't know how we got from reviled heel to this version of a baby face overnight, it seemed. Like it didn't, there was no build to it. It may have happened when it, the switch may have flipped when he got his ass kicked and, and then his, his student saved him. But there was no build to anything along the way or since. I think they decided they wanted Von Wagner to be a a heel and so yeah. now by de by default that makes him a face because they yeah. were gonna have this feud but that is actually more planning than i might be right giving so, them credit for james nepper um i think he's figured out the, the 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 idea of of where they get the big tires uh james nepper says there's a large tire place that is literally two blocks from the crossfit in my town who knew lol so maybe we should we should start a little deal not us, but somebody maybe who's watching and has lots of time. 
Start going through all the towns in your area of where the CrossFit gym is and see how close the largest large tire, the nearest large tire place the is. The CrossFit place in my yeah. town is across from like a, a Monroe or a muffler tire. Not at, not notably larger go. than your average tire, but they would at least know where to get them. Yeah. Uh, Mark Losper says, you guys are saying it wrong. You can't say CrossFit without a hashtag and taking 7,000 selfies of your gym journey. Well, there you go. That's true. Yeah. Um, it, Manny Santos has a very good point. He may or may not have turned face on 205 Live. I know he does a lot of stuff on 205 Live. Maybe the whole start of the journey, maybe somehow, like sometimes with AEW, you have to watch Dark and Elevation to get the full story. Maybe we, we haven't been watching of 205 Live. Kate. Are you going to start watching 205 Live? Because I am not. No, and also like, I shouldn't be expected to, to be able to catch up with the next T when they won't even... Yeah. Incorporate developmental onto their own main roster. <laughs> uh, Smickers asks a very important question, and he's also given me the uh, the name of what I'm going to call it from now on. Where does Andre Chase fall on the beat'em or yeet'em scale? Like, do, would you rather see them get beaten up or just gone forever? Beat'em or yeet'em? Ooh. I honestly don't ever need to see him again. I really don't care enough about Andre Chase to, to want to see him get beaten up. No, I think there's something in the worker, but not the gimmick. So yeah, I, yeah. I, if they gave him a new gimmick, I, that's probably true for most people. Mm -hmm. But like, I, I do like him when I like in the ring from. I, I think, I think he's, I think he's, he's fine as, as a wrestler, but like this gimmick is dead. terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible gimmick. It's a terrible gimmick. Um, so yeah. yeet the gimmick for sure. Yeet the gimmick. Yeah. But like Von Wagner, I would eat everything about him. entirely. I lie, I eat, a, I a, steal. A, a full yeet, one hundred percent yeet. Viva la raza. <laughs> I lie, I eat, I steal. Oh, we go back to Wendy Chu with here. He says, um, uh, "If you combine Mei Ying and Wendy Chu, you get Mei Mei Chuhausen. Very sleepy, very evil." I'm in. Let's do it. It's, it's true. You actually do get that. You get the, you get the face paint. You get the, the wackiness. Um, Mark Losper says that beat him or yeet him is the call of the year. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Perfect. So beat him or, or yeet him is, that is, that right. is very, very good. It's, it's literally at the same the, level as th keep cool gabagool, which is like the highest praise you can actually the, the, the give The beat someone. him or yeet him scale is, is in here forever. Um, that's great. Love that. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, boy, here, 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 here we go. Let's let's talk briefly about this thing. We saw Brickaker in the locker room with uh, with this is the main event of the the show, but certainly not the main event of our show because we're closing with boners. We're closing with boners. <laughs> we're closing with boners. Spaghetti in the hair. Um, I love you, Dad. <laughs> spaghetti in the boner um so we're gonna get uh this chop a breaker segment backstage um like we're we're, we're champa like it's like uh you know hey it takes a lot to actually join the club of people who've held that title you're in that club now uh i respect you and i i have he he says in a very surreptitious way um uh so so we have we we have um we have he says uh I have a vested interest in you remaining NXT champion. 
I guess so like he wants to be able to take it off of Breaker in the future, I suppose. But I don't know why it would be any easier to do that than to beat Santos. But yeah, whatever. Put his money on him at FanDuel. That's Perhaps. all. Perhaps. That's what it was. Um, but like, you know, hey, let's let's go do this together thing. And then they have their match versus uh versus Legato. Uh, and they do they they do they play the hits. Uh, at one point, Champa and Breaker do the the clapping and the and the back padding thing together, sitting in the ring. Um, uh, the the match and the match is the match is very good. I think the Legato guys are very good, and 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 Breaker and Champa actually work really well together. Um, uh, Breaker took a lot of the heat to build yes. a Champa 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 uh, hot tag, which I thought was interesting. I thought you would have gone the other way around, but um, but Champa like. Speaking of yeeting, yeets Joaquin <laughs> Wild off the top rope through the announce table, and then uh, Breaker hits the uh, his his finisher on uh, on Mendoza and gets the pinfall victory. I think we both feel like we're probably going to get Santos versus Breaker at Vengeance Day in two weeks. Yeah, that should be a really good match. I'm and very Breaker excited. Will win. Yeah, I think that'll be great. Um, that's, 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 uh... So it opened all right, and it closed all right, but boy, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, before we get into the full through line of the evening, which will take us through all of the Mandy Rose stuff, and also this other ridiculous backstage romance segment. Um, uh... Nikita Lyons is a new character. Nikita Lyons gets a little vignette backstage. We got a lot of super and humper chats about this. This little ridiculous little promo. Um, she says, um, so uh, my dad was a rock, was a bass player on the road as a, as a, in a rock band. And my mom was a groupie. Why would you call your own mom a groupie? Like once... Once she actually got your father to marry her, I don't think she's a groupie anymore. Um, but okay, you know, I think I guess even I, if that's your girlfriend, like I feel like a groupie is like a know? very one night or multi night, extremely casual situation. Calling your own mom a groupie is weird, right? Um, but anyway, I mean, okay, I guess there's like no shame in her game, I suppose. Um, but, <laughs> but. But she, um, she says that like she the whole time she's talking, like I I I I may have learned all my life lessons from roadies and club managers and whatever traveling all over the 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 U.S. and Canada in a in a van or whatever. So like, her dad was a bass player. Her mom was a groupie. So they 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 had her, and then they insisted on taking her. All over America, like apparently, if, if if you're going all over the all over the place in a van, like it's good that you're getting gigs, but they're not good gigs. It's not like he was the bass player for White Snake or something. Like he was, he was like a, a really bad band that was at least getting gigs. So that's or fine. A medium band, yeah. a medium band. So anyway, uh, she's. We can see through the whole thing that she's writing song lyrics. I'm like, oh, is she a, she a rock singer? That'd be at, interesting. At this point, I'm. I wish I was kidding. I changed the channel to make sure I hadn't changed the channel. 
I thought I had, honest to God, did not think I was watching a wrestling show anymore. I was like, is this like a weird sitcom that's trying to be VH1? I didn't understand my my word, what happened. Then she gets up from her, she, she shows us her handwritten lyrics. And she gets up and she walks away from the table and she walks up to a microphone. I think it can qualify as a microphone. And she begins to rap. And did she? I mean, it adds, it wasn't singing. It was, it was, there was some, there was, there's something in, I don't know, man. Um, Fabian Street says that Nikita Lyons vignette. What the F was that? I thought I was having a fever dream. Double XL cringe. I can't believe that was put on TV. The N and the H says Nikita Lyons. So they watched Empire, decide to base a character off it, but did not make sure the young lady can sing slash rap. They could have at least used auto-tune for her. Lastly, why would you call your own mother a groupie? JW Pringle says Nikita Lyons is Tony D's tone deaf rapper slash singer half cousin. Also, who produced that spot? Singing into a $100 podcast mic is just sad. WWE can't afford a realistic looking prop studio microphone? Oof. I would think they'd be able to afford at least like a Shore 55 or uh, like something. Like- uh, and Jay Blood says, feel, 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 feel. Feel my heat. It was it was that level of of terrible. Um, the Nurgurus is also reminder they had a hit row in their employee. We both keep going to click it at the same time because it was like yes, that's, that's the one. Um, I, I oh my uh, oh my god, like I the. the She's a she's a a a a, a a a a white a white rapper, I guess. Chris Robinson says, "Hey, yo, OMG! I saw this Nikita Lyons promo, and all I could say was, damn! Like it just when when she starts saying, my dad was a bassist, and they kept showing pictures of his dad of her dad with like hair rocker hair, and like you know, like uh, in a rock band. I thought, oh, does she have talent?" Is what I thought. The answer is no. But like, like Elias didn't, but he learned how to play the guitar. Like, if you're gonna give somebody a a a, a, a rock singer gimmick, okay, maybe they actually have somebody working for them who can sing, and they don't, and they think that, well, we don't know what to do with you. Why don't we make you a singer? And she says, Well, I can't sing. That's okay, we'll make you a rapper. And that's not how it works. You can't just make somebody into a rapper if they can't rap, just like you can't make somebody into a singer if they can't sing. You know? Hey, what's over there said they got rid of Hit Row during this... Uh, wait. Uh, 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 to gave other people their gimmick. I'm so confused. Oh, buddy, I'm confused too. Um, and this is like also... A- this isn't the same gimmick because that was organic and this is forced and terrible. So it's like, 
Yeah, and but like they, what happened was they said, "Oh, we can't go the rock star route because we already have Rick Boogs, who's obviously a rock star, up on the main roster." They could, they could be a couple, bro. I know <laughs> how ridiculous it is. Uh, Mark Losper says I had a meeting during this vignette. Sounds like I missed an all timer. Um, and I've seen people saying that she was a Matrix girl or a ninja on Two Hundred Five Live. I have to find this episode. Like that, they this is like she was a, a matrix girl. I guess they decided against it, says Manny Santos. Um, well, I gotta find this and find out what the hell this is. Oh my god, Spine of the Pine says WWE had hit row, promoted them, fired them, and then gave us cringe white lady rapper on the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> oh, that boy, one. that was the one you found oh. it and. Like, why are we always having concerts? Like, why did we have Holly J last episode in this now? Oh, they they can't they can't put her out there in front of a live audience doing this, whatever this was they had and during a pre-tape where they this had the opportunity that, to edit it. That ran through my head so many times of like this wasn't live. You could have chosen yeah, not to air done this. Something. Yeah. Like um, you could have refilmed it, you could have not aired it right. at all. Like someone watched this and was like, "This is made for national television." Yeah. Um, Spoiler. <laughs> oh, no, is this true? But yeah, so I I shouldn't do this for somebody who's not super chatting. But Papa Casso says the funny part is I first saw Nikita on a dating show called One Mo Chance, and now she's a wrestler. Please tell me that's true. Please tell me that's true. Please, please, please. I will do the. I will do my due diligence and find even no. Somebody in the chat just say it's true because I don't want to find out it's not. Like I don't want to do the research to actually find out if it's true. The end of the age says first Ali J now Nikita Lai Ali J. I mean Ali J. Who's the best women rapper ever? Because that's what Ali J looks like compared to Nikita Lyons. Missy Elliott. Is, yeah, Nikita. Holly J is Missy Elliott compared to the Nikita Lions. Good God, she actually was. My God, I got to look it up. I got to look it up. We got to look it up. We got to look it up. This now became the best episode of NXT. The- just like that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. See what you did for oh, us, you guys. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> Luis says, "I hope Swerve shows up tomorrow on AEW, and just in spite of this promo." I hope he comes out, he doesn't say it, he just and then walks away. Like doesn't say a word, yeah. just shakes his damn head. Uh are we going back to the MTV slash wrestling hybrid gimmick again? I mean Wrestling Society X is NXT. <laughs> wrestling Society NXT. I'm a I'm a genius. Wrestling Society Next. That's what they'll call it. Beautiful. Yeah. Sean, um, get on that. Is that breaking news? Oh boy. If he does find out, you can find out on FightfulSelect.com where you can subscribe yeah. for just five dollars a month. Um, yeah. So that's this. We'll see where this goes after a while. There may do vignettes for her for, for weeks. She may de- debut on the ring next week. I I don't know. I don't know what any of this was. Alex, like what part in this? Did they think like we're on something? Yeah. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. We have done it. This Future is it. women's 
And why does she give a shit about wrestling? Like, Tiffany Stratton, I still don't understand why she gives a shit about wrestling. Why does a musician just want to be a wrestler? I'm so confused. Like, I mean, honestly. Like, there are boys and girls whose dreams this is. We're at most three gimmicks away from Dave the Dumpster Drossy, Duke's son. We are at most two or three gimmicks away from that. Remember? Remember when Ziggler was like, wrestling's like the seventh best thing I do or whatever, or, like the fifth best thing I do? Wrestling is like these characters thing that they care about, like fifth on the list. <laughs> uh, wrestling's like the fifth dream I have is like what this is. I don't. I and it's don't also know. very uninspiring. Like, hey, I would rather be this other thing, but I've decided... I'm going to be at NXT like, wow. I grew up wanting to be a basketball player, but yeah. instead what I became was an accountant um, with Cameron Grimes. Like, it's not. <laughs> Nikki, Louise says, why is a musician a wrestler? I blame Spotify's payment system. Was she making like three-tenths of a cent per download? Yeah. So Now, see, that's actually a story I would love. If wow. she was like, listen... I actually have a million listens on Spotify, but that comes out to $3. So <laughs> then the label takes a cut and I have $1.50. So I'm just here to yeah. make my money. I would do it. I would do it. Oh my God. Um, Jay Blood says, we are truly peering into the <laughs> abyss tonight and laughing. Bless you. Um, oh, we are and, laughing. And all, and also with you. Um, and also with your spirit. Um, Alan Mark says... Uh, uh, that last tag match wasn't wasn't so bad. The Champa and Breaker one. No, and the opening was okay. But my cable system wouldn't let me tune into USA to watch until the last match, so I wasn't poisoned too badly. Yeah, you, if you want to have any clue what the hell we're going to be talking about for the rest of this episode, go ahead and go back and watch if you want. You don't have to by any means. But um, yeah, the Nurguru says, "Do you think every episode just a Mad Libs?" Pretty much. Um, I still say idea balls like on that South yeah. Park episode where the manatees pick them out. Yeah. So Toxic Attraction comes out early in the night. We're going to do this whole through line of all their stuff and, and how it basically NXT is a romantic comedy now. Um, Toxic Attraction comes out to do a promo, the three of them. And they say, you know what, Indian Persia, if you want your match, you got it at Vengeance Day. We're going to beat you for our titles. This is the first time we've ever defended them since we won them in October. And we're totally going to beat you for them. Um, So fine. This right? did, I will say, show me that Gigi Dolan is the star. Of the oh, 100%. Like, and I knew that already, but this, I was like, She's she's the one of, of the three. And Mandy Rose has been on the main roster before. But like yeah. Gigi's the Gigi's the one. Yeah. Um then the music uh inter uh, um, <laughs> uh <laughs> interrupts and uh Kaylee Ray comes out with her baseball bat and Mandy Rose says, put down the baseball bat. And she says, Well, tell your friends to get out of the ring. And so they they have a detente. And so he drops her baseball bat and the friends get out of the ring and they come into the middle of the ring to parlay. Um, and I so, have a question right off the bat. Yeah. Why the fuck would you put your baseball bat down? I don't know. 
it's there's three of them and you're like you know what all right yeah. all right so she gets in the ring kaylee ray does um and says uh and blah 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 and then she says something that matters and like says do you even know what my accomplishments were before this and then she lists off a whole bunch of magazine covers she was on well like, kaylee ray says Hey, I was like the longest reigning women's champion. She says that in response to Mandy Rose saying that she was on a bunch of magazine covers. Man, like, like first play, like is is Mandy Rose saying, "Ha, you're not worthy to be in my ring because I'm a bikini model and therefore a better wrestler than you." Is exactly why I hate Mandy Rose in this position. Because they know they can't tout anything that she's done on the main roster or in NXT from an in-ring perspective. So they say she's a bigger star because she's hot. And like it just I don't know. Like it, it's a it's a it's a lie. You're 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 doing you're living a lie, and I don't like when they do that with well with here's what I think they're going for is that being a star is more than just being a wrestler. But when it's for the championship, right that inherently just does not work. Like if you, Sasha Banks is a fucking star. Like you look at her, you see her crossover popularity. She's also an amazing wrestler. So like that works. What doesn't work is when you say like, I have all this other appeal because of my looks. And the thing that you're fighting over is the thing that proves you're the best wrestler. They haven't even gotten as far as to say the obvious, the thing that's obvious to me, if you're a hot girl with friends that you say is like, when the other person is standing there with no friends, like you're never going to get this because, because I am so hot and popular. I have these friends that are going to make sure I don't drop this thing. They've never said that. And this yeah. whole time. Yeah. So anyway, it just drives me nuts that they won't even draw. the So, Kaylee Ray says, um, uh, I'm the longest reigning women's champion in the modern era, which is true. She was NXT uh, UK women's champ for like over 600 days. Um, you, the most famous thing you've ever done is slip and fall on your ass walking down the ramp of WrestleMania. True. Uh, and, and Mandy Rose is like, um, well, what are you going to get? Like, uh, it doesn't matter what you've done in the ring. This is all that matters because I'm hot. And I'm like. It doesn't matter that she's done that in the ring. And also, like, good heels are supposed to put over their opponents. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't like that she here, buried here's, her. Here's, here's the deal. So then she she, she, she said, you know, like, she, like, before tonight, I'm going to get my title match. And then she shoves Mandy Rose and then the other two girls run back in the ring. And then she she goes and gets her bat and she chases them away and they they leave and they run they go out to the parking lot and they're about to get in their car the two the two Gigi and JJ get in the car and Manny Rose turns back like we got to get out of here we got we got to go but before we leave let me give them an impromptu interview nobody was asking for she says um, uh, she's not worthy to even be in a ring with me even be in my ring she's the longest reigning women's champ of the modern era. You know, like here's here's what happens. Um, Mandy Rose says, um, Kaylee Ray says, I'm the longest rating women's champ of the modern era. I was NXT UK women's champion for 600 days. Mandy Rose says, ha, you're not worthy to be in the ring with me. Gee, I wonder, wouldn't it be nice if there was a respected authority figure 
around whose job it is to arbitrate disputes and make matches. Like if, if somebody says, here are my qualifications, I want a title match, and the champion says, you don't deserve to be in the ring with me, the champion shouldn't be the one who's making the matches. There should be somebody else doing that. There's Adam Pierce on the main roster doing it. Why don't we have anybody in charge of the children in NXT 2.0? Well, because they wouldn't be able to handle the hotness is the obvious answer. But while you were saying that, know what I just realized? I think you need to have a rap battle with Regal and Nikita. Oh, Jesus, no. That's that's a bad idea. Not Not today. But I'm just saying. Okay, so are you going to be Nikita? That is not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I have to rap battle with both of them. Um, so, uh, and also, to your point, like, this you're not worthy thing, why not have her lose yeah. so that Mandy can say that? Yeah. Or, like, lose in, in crappy ways to the other two. Like, like via disqualifications or whatever. You love doing that, right? Like, why doesn't she get to say, hey, she hasn't won anything, so she can't come after my title. She keeps losing to my lackeys. Mm -hmm. No, why would we tell that story? Yeah. So anyway, when she tries to get into the van that currently her two friends are in, um, uh, he... She tries to get in the she can't, and there's somebody in the driver's seat. And somehow Kaylee Ray has gotten to the to the car before they did. She's in there. We have no idea where Gigi and JJ are. Apparently they they were knocked out or something. And she says, Um, uh, I am gonna get my title match tonight, and I'm gonna and I'll be back for you later. And she drives away. Um and uh then she come we we've we've heard says Mackenzie Mitchell in a little report later that Kaylee Ray is back and she's looking for Mandy Rose. That's what, that's the update. Okay. No sign of where Gigi and JJ are. So in Canon, they're dead in can until, until they tell me otherwise, Kaylee Ray went somewhere and bashed their heads in with a bat and we'll never see them again. Like, or at least never... maimed. Yeah. At least maimed. Did this take place in the NXT parking lot? Yes. Oh, well, technically, yes. So, um, stealing a credit card, fine. Yeah. Assault in the parking lot, good. Yeah. Getting beat up at work, restraining order. Yes. Okay. JJ Blood says, "Can we just can we just get Gigi putting on bangers, please?" No, you can't. She's dead. Kaylee Ray murdered her tonight. It's terrible. Yeah, sorry. I would have loved to seen it too, but they 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 decided not to use her that way. Hope there's banger matches in heaven. So. This is all. This is what we get now. Braun Wagner says, um, "I like that name, Braun Wagner. That's funny." Braun Wagner. Um, Toxic attraction is great, but they've been made to look really weak from losing last week, taking the the hell beaten out of them, and kidnapped this week. Yeah, I mean they they also have never defended their titles that they won in October. So, yeah. Now, here's where we get to the meat of the thing. Okay. <laughs> Meat. <laughs> Meat. Meat. Um. Happy Keith, please. Uh, ninety days are up. Woo-hoo! That's true. Sorry, go ahead. Idris and Malik are backstage. Idris Enofe and Malik, and they're trying to come up with the name 
of their tag team. And they say, Team Idris and Malik. No, no, no. Team Malik and Idris. And I'm like, that's the best thing. And then they come up with, I can't remember. Did, they come up with something. And then big, they short, bold, and confident. That or big, something. big, bold, and brash, brave, bold, and confident. That's we'll what be Team was. BBC. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. Which is, of course, a, a, a reference to... Uh, which Vince found out about yesterday. You cannot convince yeah. me well, he no. didn't find out what that was oh, he yesterday. Didn't write this. No, he didn't write this. I'm and saying then, it's a team, it's a reference to Team PCB, which they had to call them Team PCB because they were going to call them the a submission sorority, but then somebody Googled it afterwards. Which they have a habit of doing. Googling the name after they go for the trademark, huh, Gunther? Anyway. So, yes, they wanted to name themselves the Big Black Cocks, but they decided not to actually do that. There's already the a blackie dildo situation. That's going. true. That's very true. <laughs> um, and they say, uh, well, uh, they said, I think they actually settled on Malidris. Like, like they're like Benifer, like a celebrity yeah, couple name. Right. Um, but they said, we're, we're going to, we're going to have, uh, then we're going to get. We're gonna get Mandy Rose. He actually does the thing where he, he mimes an hourglass. That's like, something Linda does, like legit. Like, <laughs> oh, she had a lovely figure. She had a lovely figure. That's right. <laughs> it's an hourglass figure. You know what else they say with the hourglass? Sand. So so um. So uh, we get that, and then um, what do you? What would you? What would you say? Says Idris to Malik Blade. What would you say? If you had Mandy Rose here right now, and Malik's like, "Oh gosh, I don't know. Oh, she's so pretty. Uh, like, I don't know why we're doing this thing where he's like a fourteen-year-old boy. I don't understand what, why that's a thing that they were doing for him." Um, but Mandy Rose opens the door right as he's talking about what he would say to her if she was there, because she's trying to run away from Kaylee Ray and she trips and falls into his lap, and he looks up and he goes, "Thank you." Which is like something from like a John Hughes movie from 1985. Like it's just so terrible. And then she gets off and runs away, and as Kaylee Ray chases them through the locker room, and they start, beat, she starts trying to attack uh, Manny Rose. And Ederson, you know, in her face, like, oh yeah, oh this is so hot because watching two women beat each other up is is sexual to him. So like, what happens when your when your coworkers have a match? Are you just like watching jacket time? Is it jacket time? Is it is it jacket time for Idris and Ofei when his coworkers have a match with each other? Yeah. Um and uh and and anyway, they go off and he's like, "Come on, let's come on, let's go." And and Malik plays, "Oh, oh I need a minute." He's holding his coat over over his over his over his lap and he says i need a minute come on we gotta go no man i need a minute because he's got a boner he's got a big old boner and he, he's very embarrassed to say, this is the one of the most most embarrassing segments of wrestling i've ever seen all yeah. of it from top to bottom and we're talking about wrestling wrestling which has a lot of embarrassing moments which are the only times that a non-wrestling fan walks in and sees the television the Funkadactyls don't hold a camera. The Funkadactyls were high art compared to this. 
this was terrible. I mean, every part of this was terrible. Like, uh, Mandy actually did okay. Um, But everything around this was like the Attitude Era, but now, but it's it's the high school production of the Attitude Era 20 years later. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. The the Nurguru says, tell me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the segments on this show have all the quality of the first five minutes of a porn movie. And it's it's true. That that's how bad the acting and writing is and everything. Yeah. Um, Vince found out about the category BBC and he wrote this based yeah. on it. I'm I'm convinced. <laughs> the end of the age says, I never sent a super chat. But here it is, the first day of Black History Month, and they gave us that Edris Enofe and Malik Blade segment. Who thought that was a good idea? This whole show was just... Did they acknowledge Black History Month No, at they did all? not. No, no. They'll, they'll do that on Raw next week. Uh, on, maybe they'll do it on SmackDown, too. It's the first of the month! They they should they, they always do the thing where like, they'll have like R-Truth and Montez Ford read solemnly yeah. from, from speeches by Martin Luther King. Uh-huh. That are that are taken out of context, where he doesn't actually say anything controversial, um, and and like, then they'll ask him to host WrestleMania with a racist, like <laughs> four months later, like a no. known and not like a cusp racist, like a like a yeah. like a racist. <laughs> Myron Kidd said that that segment with Mandy Rose with a black t- tag team calling themselves BBC, a did not need to happen on Black History Month. Um, Slash uh, ever, but yeah, made worse. Mark Losper says, it's also a PG product that's trying to be edgy with jokes about BBCs and focusing uh, 90% of the show around how attractive one woman on the roster is. Also, it's WWE. Give them no quarter literally ever. Oh, don't worry. I I never... Oh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Mark Losper says... You two are invited to the cookout. <laughs> thank well, you, thank Mark. you. I appreciate that. Uh, I always try. I cannot wait um, for Grapsity. I cannot wait for oh, Grapsity on Saturday. It's good. Oh, righteous Good Jesus! I just, I just want to see Will <laughs> and Phil just sit back and just let Reg go for an hour. Oh, that'll be fun. It's gonna be beautiful. Um, uh, so that was this part of it. Right. Um, then we get um before the next thing with Mandy and, and, and Kaylee Ray, I think we should also talk about how this is basically the uh the, the, it's all a romantic comedy. Because we 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 come now to Persia sitting there. She's she's I thought she was swiping right on Tinder, because that's another thing people have done on NXT 2.0 in canon is sit backstage with their phone and swipe right on Tinder. But in my notes, it says, where did the rest of the hot girls backstage go? <laughs> Budget Remember cut. when it was a harem? Budget cut. Um, <laughs> so she's actually looking through Duke Hudson's Instagram. And um, then uh, Indy show comes up with with, uh, with uh, Dexter Loomis. She's like, Are you still looking at Dexter's Instagram? Dude, he's hot. I like him. Uh, but he's not good for you. Like, I like a bad boy. Blah, blah, blah. And like we're, we're we're very excited to have our um our our tag match in two weeks or whatever, and then the beach shows up, the other half the other half of of Brooks and Dunn whatever the fuck they're called, 
The one who who's, who's in love with so the one the one who's in love with Caden Carter. But he's not. But he kind of maybe is. He doesn't yeah. know. He says, oh, "Gosh, I wish I had what you two guys have. I mean, not really. I don't. I don't want to actually marry Caden. I mean, not yet. I mean, maybe I could. I'm not really sure though. Oh, geez, she's just so hot and pretty. How would? How do I even talk to her? And then um, Indy says, um, "Well, you know, the guy." guy's talking too much it's really a turn off the less said the better and then she's that's why i like dexter Nonverbal communication is very sexy and then she looks at him and says so dexter what are you thinking and dexter just looks at her and she's oh my god okay well you guys we're gonna we're gonna go to the private room or whatever the fuck she says the hot tub the hot tub that's right a hot tub and 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 the beach is like oh well that's the hot tub look oh i gotta memorize it the hot tub look wow hot tub Hot tub look. Oh, geez, the Caden. Well, Caden likes the hot tub look. And then he then he looks over at, at at Persia, and I guess he tries the hot tub look on her. And she goes, "Um, I'm into somebody else." He's like, "Oh, me too." I mean, not really though. I mean, I could be if she was into me though, but I'm not really sure. I mean, I want to marry her, but I don't. Uh, hot tub. Like it's the worst. One of the things that Scotty Too Hottie said that he had a problem with. And why he wanted to leave NXT. A man he, whose name was Scotty Too Hottie. That's true. To just okay. Um, he he said to Vince, "Can we get some actors? Can we try and recruit some actors, Broadway actors, theater actors, people with TV experience to like to help us? You know, to like maybe they can help us. Like they could be the performers and stuff, and they could, you know, like and and Vince told him, we don't act, we react.'" But what are you doing with these segments then? You're asking these people who have no experience acting to be actors, like with and to also act terrible scripts. These are terrible scripts that you're giving them to do. And you're asking these people who have no acting experience to and you're not giving them any acting training. Like maybe hire a former Broadway actor to be an acting coach to like help the beach try and say things like a human being so he doesn't come off as really, really weird. Um, my parents have had to sit through a lot of boner jokes, so I'm going to give them this. <laughs> in seventh grade, I was in a musical called The Boyfriend, and mm. I had the lead because I was great, and I didn't tell them, and they just showed up, and we were all, um, we didn't know what we were doing, and we kind of all looked like little harlots because the stage makeup was insane. The guy that I played counter to was better in seventh grade at this yeah. than he is now. And you know what? He probably wants to be a wrestler. And you know what? John Moxley was right in his interview on the way out. Like, then go hire actors. This isn't wrestling. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't even sports entertainment. Yeah. And normally I make that joke because of the entertainment part, but this isn't even rooted in a combat sport anymore. Yeah. Like this is so far away. So it's just terrible. Um, I also don't think we should be perpetuating the idea that women don't like it when men don't communicate with their words. That seems like a bad idea. <laughs> we like it when you say things, guys, just going to go ahead and throw that one out there. But um, what, Yes, you do, but probably not if you're the beach who's going, oh, but uh, I can't, oh, dude, uh, I like her, but I don't. 
that's not exactly communication either, I would argue. Um, and also, the guy that's not talking is a serial killer. So, uh, but this was this was just like I can't believe what I'm watching with this stuff. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. DJ Page says my friend and I call Brooks and Jensen the good old boys, and what's kind of funny is that their names isn't actually Brooks and Jensen. I'm not going to tell you which one of those two names you got wrong. But that's the point, is that nobody knows what their actual name is, so everybody calls them something different. For me, they will always be Double Vest in the Beach. Double Vest in the Beach. Mark Losper says, we're, were American schools like this? If this guy showed up at an Australian school, he would have gotten bashed a lot. Yes, very true. Uh, no, they were not like this. I mean, not, they, only in like, like sitcoms on TV. No humans have ever acted like this. No. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, so that's what we this got is a there. Good point. My bad. Um, uh, we we got the next thing as part of this um, is uh, we got Mandy Rose running into catering or it, the, the break room, um, sh- shooing her. Get out of here! Don't don't look at me. Go away. Uh, and she takes a water or whatever. And then Kaylee Ray somehow got in there ahead of her and she's hiding behind the counter and she stands up and takes a bowl of spaghetti, which you'd probably just have hanging out open in the, in the, in the guest room, of in the guest room, in the, in the, in the break room. And she dumps the bowl of spaghetti ostensibly onto Mandy Rose's head, though it mostly hits her shoulder. Uh, and there's, oh my God, spaghetti is all over me. What is this stuff? It's spaghetti, but what else is it? And then, um, uh, Kaylee Ray tries to throw a cake at her. I say tries to because she misses entirely. We have a super chat about that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, hold on one second. I got this. I want to miss it. I don't want to lose it. That's a very funny. Um, uh, uh, Chris Robinson says, now I have a question about KLR and Mandy. How in the blue hell can you throw a cake at someone, have it hit them and fall on the ground in one piece? Like it bounced off of her kind of and then just hit the ground in one piece. Alex, the alternative is to get hit with a baseball bat. And Mandy Rose acted like a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, yeah it's true. Was the worst thing. But now I know why there's a bowl of spaghetti around. Because Nikita Strauss thinks the secret to rapping is to copy Eminem. So he's like, Mom's spaghetti. She's like, I need to make some Nikita spaghetti. Lyons. Nikita Lyons. What did Get I? I said Nikita Where's Strauss. I'm sorry. She's a very skilled musician. <laughs> Who clearly practices her guitar skills 900 hours a day. Mark Losper says, Spaghetti and the Boners, do they open for Hootie and the Blowfish? Uh, yes. Yes. You know what? Um, yes. Mark Losper <laughs> also says, at this point, I think Mandy Rose's reign is an elaborate rib. The stated story is that wrestling means nothing to her. She wins no matches clean. And 90% of the show revolves around her freaking pool. This is white hot garbage. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not. Don't insult the pool, man. It's not. The pool didn't do anything wrong. It's not great. Um, uh, so anyway, she gets away from, she falls over a lot while trying to run away from, from, uh, Kaylee Ray. And then after the big tag match uh, main event, finally she's chased all the way to the ring and Kaylee Ray corners her up against the ropes and says, I don't want my match at Vengeance Day. I want it next week. 
and she forces Mandy Rose to agree to it because she's got spaghetti in her hair. And then she does her finisher to her, but doesn't ever hit her with the bat because that would just be, what do they call it? Gory self-mutilation? Gory self-mutilation. We, we can't do that. We, 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 can have, we can have Mandy Rose degrade herself in any every way possible, but blading is just a no-go. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, oh, man. I just don't even know. Um, like, she has a baseball bat, and Mandy Rose was shrieking about spaghetti. Yeah. But maybe, as, as somebody says, maybe the spaghetti was cold. That cannot have felt good. No, I don't um, think it felt good. Don't get me wrong. But when you yeah. see the woman who's been carrying around a baseball bat and notably probably bashed in the yeah. brains of your lackeys, maybe be like a little more scared of, now, of that. The, uh, next week, everybody set your DVRs. What's a DVR? It's what it's the thing in the box that that records the things. Like it used the to be VCR. a VCR. It used to be a VCR, but now it's a DVR. No, my nephew came over. He set the whole thing up for me. It's just a button you gotta push. Oh, like the TiVo. Yeah, what well, it used to be the TiVo, but they're not TiVos anymore. I used to call them TiVos until a few months ago, and my and my nephew sent me straight. They're not TiVos anymore. Oh, I still call it the TiVo. But anyway, well, you can call it, you got whatever you want, but I'm just saying that's I just, you know, what anyway. They're, they're because of the Olympics, because of the Winter Olympics, which I love the figure skating. But uh, but um, because of the Olympics are going to be on the USA Network, they're going to move over to the sci-fi. So next week, starting next week, they're going to be on the sci-fi. So they're going to do the sci-fi next week for Mandy Rose versus the KLR. And then the next week for Vengeance Day, it's also going to be on the sci-fi. Now, they changed the sci-fi. It used to be spelled differently. It used to be pronounced S-C-I-F-I. But people would say that looks like Skiffy. And it's not Skiffy. It's sci-fi, but it's spelled correctly. Now, they changed it to the S-Y-F-Y. So it's very. it might be different on, on your little box there. You might have to go through and find out what channel it's on so you can program your TiVo oh, that or whatever. Is, that is very confusing. It's so com- it's so complex, is it not? I don't I don't I'm... watch I don't watch the Sci-Fi network at all. I'm not into the Star Wars or the Star Trek or what have you. I'm not really into that myself, but not no no judgment if you are, but it's just not my thing. The Battlestar Galactica that the kids left? Not for me. Not for no, me. No. Um well, I guess we'll be watching a different channel next week. I'll have to uh, set a reminder. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, and it's it's great because they have their big, their big, uh, huge women's title match next week, and then Vengeance Day also on Sci-Fi. They're gonna they're gonna pull like a two hundred thousand people watching it. It's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be oh, so bad. Geez. You know what though? Maybe some some good old fashioned sci-fi nerds will see Mandy Rose and be like, I'm into this. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, look at her hourglass figure. Um because <laughs> that's how people act. Yes. Speaking of the figure skating, I was a figure skater. I just want you to know I landed a double jump three almost four times. Almost four times. Well, look at you. I know. Three and a half double jumps. Um, I was pretty gifted. I could have been a figure skater slash wanted to be in NXT if I had just stuck with it. Oh yeah, I I uh, I, I play hockey. Um, they didn't have women's hockey when I was young, so 
So I was, I was, uh, I, I played with the boys because I, I was never very graceful, but I could, I could fill up a goal like nobody. So that was my thing. Um, Did you ever see that documentary, The Mighty Ducks? Oh yes, of course, with the uh, with with Martin Sheen's son, not the cokehead, the other one, um, uh, the, the Estevez. Yes, the Gordon Bombay, yes, if you yes. would. Very nice. Very nice program. Very nice picture. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's so funny because they're gonna, the, their whole demographic they they do well in is absolutely the demographic that watches the Olympics. That watches the Olympics, hundred percent. They're gonna lose all of, all of everything. Forty eight thousand people are gonna watch next week. It's yeah. gonna be a bloodbath. Oh my goodness! It's um, gonna be bad. The bowl of cold spaghetti was Tony D's dinner. Hey! hey. I mean, hey. some pasta, hey. Becky. What are you doing, freaking Mandy Rose? This is my dinner you got in your head. What are I you didn't doing? understand why the Mandy Rose was back here. I was just trying to eat my dinner. <laughs> oh, it's never a good episode when, when Tony D isn't on there. No. That's a problem. Um... Mark Losper says, given this show, Kaylee Ray has to win next week, right? She won't, but that's the story here. You would think that a murderer who took out the henchmen that have been protecting If someone... you have to force the, the heel to give you the match, then you win the match. That's usually the way it works. That's usually the the the, the storyline is usually that way that the heel won't give you the match because they're ducking you, they're ducking you, and finally you force them, force their hand, then you win the match. That's usually the way it works, but I, I don't think unless they're, they're do that. calling them back up to the main roster, like unless they're bringing, but no, because then Toxic Attraction would have to lose all of the belts. Yeah, they'd probably lose the belts the next week at, at, at Vengeance Day. They'd lose them to to Indian Persia. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm assuming that would be the only way that I could think it would happen. Feels like a weird duo to drop to, but everything feels weird. But the but Indy's a former champion, and and Persia's definitely a future one. She's great. I love I love the what she does. Look, but they have to at some point on the main roster decide whether the women's tag division is a thing or not. And I keep thinking they're going to do like they did with the women's revolution, where they just call up a bunch of people and Uh they are like, "This is your tag division." Yeah, and then they they keep not doing that. But yeah. I'm wondering if they're waiting for Bailey to return and it's going to be a Bailey and Sasha thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, Mark Losper, again, with a super chat about Nikita Lyons. This Nikita stuff is yet another episode of cultural sensitivity with Vincent K. McMahon. As for the lack of talent bit, I have to assume that nobody has the balls to tell Vince that this is a complete farce. I don't think anybody back there making decisions has any idea what good rapping is. No, you don't think Bruce Pritchard has a good idea good no. rapping is? No, I don't think so. If they cared about that, they would not have released Hit Row, because that That's was like an true. organic act. But, That's yeah. very true. Um, uh, no, old white guys are not as in tune with the rap as the kids no. are. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're into the whole, the, the hip-hop, but I... Oh, I, I love those. The Bare Naked Ladies? Those were some hip-hop artists. They were. They love the hip hop. That Jason Mraz is the best rapper I've ever oh, heard. I love his little hats. Um, ah. <laughs> Zeke Jackson says, Hey, Alex and Kate, thanks for reviewing NXT. Saray doesn't do it for me after the gimmick change. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, because um, you're not yeah. a pervert weirdo, probably. Yeah, Zeke, it's probably good for you that she doesn't do it for you. Um, and thanks for the company <laughs> while I bake cookies. That Aww. sounds lovely. That I'm sounds so, so I, much I, better than... I would love a fresh, fresh okay. baked cookie right about now. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Losper says, I've been doing random work in the background. Have you torn the abysmal Trick Williams promo apart yet? This is the worst segment of the year contender. I mean... It's it's just trick oh. Williams at this point. I've kind of just learned to tune it out. Yeah. I don't even think that's a segment of worst segment on the show no. contender, to be honest. No. It wasn't great, but no. it was not boner in my lap, Dad. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I can't stand up because because my wiener got hard when the lady laid in my lap. But it's very possible that he went yeah. to bluechew.com and used the code FIFL, where all mm -hmm. you have to do is pay shipping. Sure. Um, uh, Mark Losper says, this is the truth. I, I also saw the same quote. I saw an amazing quote from Apollo Crews talking about who he wants to face from NXT. He named Pete Dunn, Ciampa, Roddy Strong, and literally said, Walter, he's another guy. Uh, uh, Gunther. Sorry about that. I got that wrong. And, uh, and the, the editorial from Mark Losper is this brand is doomed. It is. It is doomed. Correct. Um, it is very doomed. Um, so uh, James Zepper says, So, who from NXT Black and Gold are we sending back in time to Terminator this shit? Um, <laughs> can we send old, can we send Walter back to kill Gunther? Because then we could actually have him come back and he's like, I need you close your boots and your motorcycle to go kill myself, a different version of me. Um, that'd be fun, yeah, yep, yeah, um. With that. Uh, Hamanacito Gomez says, "Has NXT lost over two hundred thousand from Black and Gold to two two I mean, more than that, I think. In some at some least, way. yeah. Uh, Team Kalex, if you know how much is USA paying for NXT yearly, I don't know, but it's they're not getting their money's worth. No, and I would imagine they're not happy. Yeah, um, I think that's part of why we're gonna see. Like, it sounds like Dolph Ziggler is gonna come down for a little bit. Like, I think that's their way of trying to appease people." Yeah, I mean, I they don't have they've they've got like Santos for Braun Breaker. I, I guess they're going to keep him longer in the NXT longer than I thought they were going to. He's got to beat uh, Dolph Ziggler somewhere along the line before he faces Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller probably at their little at the matinee they're going to do in Dallas for for WrestleMania weekend. Um, Luis says it's a package deal with Raw that USA is like. They getting it is like a is, is like a two for one special or whatever. Buy oh, one get the, one free. I, I love, love the, the bogo. One. I love the bogo at the payless. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, oh. um, uh, Mark Losper said genuinely. I think that you could end every single promo segment on this show with, and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jay Blood says, every time I watch this show, I consistently wonder after every segment if the dumb crap I just saw was the thing to finally make Alex stroke out. I do too, and I'm his co-host, so. <laughs> uh, I'm like, one of these days I'm going to be doing this like, alone honestly, because you're going to be catatonic. This stuff is just dumbfoundingly stupid, but but it doesn't ultimately matter in any way in the long term. Like, 
the stuff that they do, like nothing really matters on 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 Raw and SmackDown, which is why it's so a- angering. But the stuff, the decisions they make have rippling effects that screw up the future of everybody in that company. Like the stuff they did with Big E, if that didn't make me stroke out, I don't know what would. But like that, that, yeah. Yeah. This is small potatoes. It is true. Um, uh, Alan Mark says, you know, if this were broadcast television, I would write the FCC and petition to cancel their broadcast license. You know, on account of the boners. Um, <laughs> uh, Rasslin Riggle, which is a fairly fantastic uh, name. Rasslin Riggle says, so Adam Cole makes his Rumble debut in 2018. Fast forward four years, we get Shane McMahon. Something is very wrong. Dummies, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could They could have literally, especially with the women's rumble, which is like, I think they had 12 full-time women on the, on the actual roster who were in the rumble out of 30. They, they could have, they could have brought up some, some women from NXT. They could have done Mandy oh Rose, God. you know, like they could have done Raquel. They could have brought up a lot of them. Raquel, Kaylee Ray, uh, Dakota Kai probably like there's PG a couple and JJ could have done trainers. it. Yeah, Io Shirai is. Yeah, why sure. you didn't have Asuka, who I think is cleared to wrestle now, and yeah. Io Shirai having some incredible moment and Rumble is is beyond me. That yeah. is so weird. Yeah. Um, Paul Hensler has re- has, re- has replied to the to the JW Pringle uh, uh, donation challenge and says, "Sir Pringle, I am humbled by your charitable act and promise to reciprocate." Oh, I'll find out. That's very good. J.W. Pringle, you can DM me and tell me what charity um, you would like him to donate to. Um, I'm just, I'm barely a host anymore. I'm just a go-between for J.W. Pringle (laughs) and my dad. Um, uh, (laughs) So, um, uh, uh, boy. R26 says, uh, didn't watch NXT, but a get well soon to Leo Rush and Riho. And screw yes. those that gave them hate. Leo is mentally tougher than all his haters in Rio wrestling. Almost a full match with a broken collarbone. That's just ridiculous. He's physically tougher than anyone gives her credit for. Oh, absolutely. She's she's a tough little son of a gun. Um, and, and Leo Rush, man, just like... Out of control. Oh, boy. So skilled. Such a skilled wrestler. And, and just the idea that, like... Ah, uh, well, I slipped on some shit that was thrown into the ring, and that's why I'm going to be out for several weeks. Is it? Yeah, terrible... that, yeah, that, uh, yeah, no, that's not good. Um, so, um, hold on, we got a few more here. Oh, uh, yeah, Keith Lee officially free. Let's Woo-hoo! see what happens there. Uh, Nuruguru says the limitless one is now truly limitless. The Nuruguru says uh, this chat is for Becky and Lita only, and also Kalex. So much of you guys the past week and it's gloriously sour. Oh, thank you. That's been great. We prefer um, limitlessly sour. No, I'm Brendan Tungate <laughs> says, uh, thank you all for what you do. Watching after basketball depressed me. Also, to the PG point, there are tons of amazing smart TV shows with that rating. Um, yeah, SpongeBob you... is smarter than this with that rating. That was something that, that, that Cameron Grimes said. He went a whole deal with... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But 
the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With Carmelo Hayes' haircut and how it looks like a pineapple. And it looks like it looks like SpongeBob's house, which makes Trick Williams Squidward. But the problem with that is the entire time that Carmelo Hayes was out in the middle of the ring, he was wearing a hat. So we did not know what his what is. If you're gonna write a damn joke for Car for for Cameron Grimes to make fun of a dude's haircut, at least run it by wardrobe so he's not out there wearing a hat so there's no way Cameron Grimes could even know what his hair looks like. Alex, the pants you're wearing right now are so stupid. <laughs> they are. Joke's on you, I'm not wearing pants. Hey! Hello! Oh, you're so bad. Uh, no, um... <laughs> Um, Sean Blanford says, here's my weekly donation to the Keep Kalex Sane Fund. By the time you read this, I should be asleep since I have an early work day tomorrow. So hope you two have a great week and may Gabagool would be with you both and also with and you, also sir. With you. Um, also, we have an extra half hour today and so many of you have stuck around. I yes. just want to, first of all, say <laughs> to Sean and second <laughs> of all, say thank you to you guys yes. for, for sticking around. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, we have one, an all-timer for the Regal Wrap this week. An all-timer. Is it penned by Nikita Lyons? It's not. It's not. Um, uh, Shot Kid says, don't need NXT 2.0 to enjoy Kalex. However, I did finally watch uh, Haya Shashita. I think that's what this is. Haya Shashita, a Suri from last June. Holy shit. Uh, I have not watched that. I should should watch that. Um, uh, Thank you also for the uh, Humper Chat from R26 about the investor's call. We'll We'll see what happens with that. Um, geez, I don't know. Um, the adventure calls always an adventure. Okay. And weirdly, the most contentious chats. If you're such a dork that you're sitting around on an investor's call. Yeah. And I say that as a dork who sometimes sits in on the investor calls because I find them interesting. Um, 
like at least police yourself to not drive our mods nuts. Hey, what's that over there? Says I would love to see Chris Bay versus Carmelo Hayes, and oh I God, also yeah. would love to see that. That would be hell great. yeah. Let's get that forbidden door open. Okay, here you go, everybody. Here you go. Our uh, tonight's Regal rap, courtesy of ja of Zach Barber, as it is every week. It is William Regal rapping Miss Jackson by Outcast. So this will be fun. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. I never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. My baby's drama mama don't like me. She's been doing things like having them boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She needs to get a piece of the American pie and take a bite out. That's my house. I'll disconnect the cable and turn the lights out and let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, shit, medical bills. I pay that. I love your mom and everything, but see, I ain't the only one who laid down. She want to rib you up to start, uh, uh, start a custody war. My lawyer stayed down. She never got the chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries, cookouts for my child's birthday. I ain't invited. Despite it, I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. I never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize one trillion times. I'm Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. Thank you. You didn't say war games. It's, it's so, so sad now because he's not with the company anymore. So <sighs> war games. Thank you. Thank you. There was something right in the... The beginning of that super fresh verse right off the top of your head, William Regal. That yeah. the visual of William Regal just like spitting in a recording studio at someone's voice being set down. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Oh, beautiful. Uh now that is someone who is a wrestler and a rap artist. Yeah. Oh William Regal. William Regal, my God, perfect. Yeah. Um, thanks, everybody. Um, I I don't know when we're gonna we're gonna do this, but at some point, when there isn't everything to talk about from a terrible <laughs> episode of NXT, we are going to do a pilot episode of Have You Heard, which is just Linda and Sheila talking about wrestling rumors. It is it is a is a is a, a show I want to pitch to Sean, and so we're gonna do that as a pilot episode for one of these half hours of of uh, February. If yeah. you guys like that kind of thing. And and you do. I don't actually care if you guys do because I love it. So, uh, <laughs> and I'm here to pop myself. I'm glad you guys usually like stuff like that. But I'm Linda and Sheila aren't aren't there for me. Um, also, there's someone in my life who said you haven't done any arts and crafts in a while for Tuesdays. Is everything okay? So just so you know where we're at. 
<laughs> arts and crafts is great. It was like I thought you did arts and crafts on Tuesdays. <laughs> because super gluing meat to a mask yes. is an arts and crafts project. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be good. All right. Anyway, you can find me at Ms. Kate Fave on mm-hmm. Twitter. You can find me on Fridays with Sean Ross App, except last week where I got to rock with this guy again. Uh, during the AEW Rampage and SmackDown Post Show and Wednesdays, talking all things All Elite on the Mark Order podcast. Join us. Yes, do that. Um, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps on Fightful Select. I do a uh, Raw and SmackDown reviews as well. Hey, have you missed it? We had on the Fightful Select, we had a review of the Royal Rumble, which was terrible. Uh, the review was great, the show was terrible. Uh, like we, almost twenty percent of you, over twenty percent yeah. of you, watched it. Yeah, like unreal to me. Yeah, yeah, like one out of every five person who subscribes to Fightful Select watched it, which was kind of awesome. Insane. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool. So we're gonna probably do that again with Elimination Chamber, but I'm not gonna watch the show. Uh, but Kate might, and then tell me what happened, and and we'll get my reaction in real time. So that'll be that'll be wacky. Um, that'll be so fun. Anyway, um. <laughs> Have fun, guys. Uh, Be well for the rest of the week. As always, uh, you know, even though we didn't get any Tony D this week, still it is my duty to say, keep cool, Gabagool.